0: everybody hello good morning everyone it is well it's august 8th 2018 it's 7 a.m sharp uh and here we are we're doing another one of these it's the morning show everybody it's jack a.m welcome thank you for watching my name is jack allison i'm your host this is a morning show we're doing the morning show out here doing your morning stuff you know Thank you for watching everybody uh we got a good show for you guys today uh we're gonna talk about a number of things uh later in the show we have uh we're gonna be calling we're gonna have a call in from bug main uh my friend bug maine is gonna call in and uh and we're gonna have a conversation on the show you know a lot of things uh it's very hard to keep up with uh uh the 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 world of bug uh that is uh uh burgeoning this this burgeoning new world of bug main i feel like you know i know this guy i'm friends with him i'm friends with him even you know i, I don't even know if you, if i'm allowed to say this but i'm friends with him before he was bug main um and every day on twitter i see some shit like you know it's Bugcon is happening or now i see a. uh, uh that, you know, they that, that Bug, Bugmane has apparently bought um, movie pass or something like that. Um, I have no fucking idea, so uh, we're going to be talking about that with him on uh, the second half of the show over there. We're going to have a conversation with him, but it's just me for now. It's 7 a.m. I'm a little bit tired today. Uh, I'm feeling a little bit tired. had a little bit of a difficult time getting to sleep last night, um, but here we are. Uh, we're here out of out of dedication. Uh, uh, this is the morning show. We're going to be here every day starting at 7 a.m. So start your day with Jack A.M. Uh, uh, I want to send a, a a shout out, a very special hi to How Intensive in the chat room for, uh, for saying hi to me. So that's what it takes, everybody. That's what it takes to get a hello back is simply saying hello. The simple act of human kindness, you know, can go such a long way. And, and it can and it can mean so much to so many people. Buzzy audio for the buggiest one. Is this b- bad audio? It, you know, what the fuck is going on with my audio set up here? Hang on a second. Hello? Is this bad audio? Do we have bad audio? Can anybody tell me uh, uh, if we are currently having bad audio? I don't know, I don't know. You know, it it doesn't. uh, I just turned it on. I turned on the monitoring, and it didn't sound. uh, It didn't sound that fucked up to me. Let's see. Let's Let's uh, monitor output. Hello? hello. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah. it's It's fucked fucked up. up. Thank Thank you for for letting letting me me know. know. But
1: bullshit. Hmm. Well, Well, let me figure figure this out. Um.
0: Let's try it like this. Hello? Scratchy audio. Let's take a quick break. let's see how uh let's see if this is any better for anybody out there um let me just uh hello hello Hello. uh Uh, anybody anybody hearing hearing this this? how's How's this is this this any any better better? oh Oh, no no, we we have double double input 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 Wow, this is a mess today everybody. Sorry about that. We we're going we're going you know, to we're going to get we're going to do better for uh when bugman gets on. How's this? Oh echo now. Fuck me. This sucks. Okay, I'm Alright. I swear I think this is now working. I really do. I really think that we are now. I really think it's now working. I'm just going to believe it. I'm just going to believe how much this is now working. I'm going to believe in myself. I'm going to believe in the power of computing. Alright, let's see here. I need to get my audio also set up, but... I think it's I think it's working now I really do I have faith I have faith that this is now working there was a little bug there was a there was a little bug in the tram transmission you're right to say that but Bolshevik you're right to say that and, and how appropriate for today's episode where we'll we'll late, later be talking to the very very strange world we'll be exploring the very strange world. Of everyone's favorite little character, Bug Mane. Uh isn't that going to be exciting? Um, but first, let's go through what uh, what the fuck is going on uh, uh, around the world right now. Um, let's talk about like uh, the news and shit. Right, that's 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 part of what it is. Now, this is that's part of what the morning show is all about. Um, So let's talk a little bit about uh, some Hollywood stuff today because uh, as anybody who, you know, uh, uh, has followed me or knows anything about what the fuck uh, uh, I post about, uh, you know that I am uh, uh, annoyed about things that are happening in Hollywood all the time. I think that they're, you know, I actually think that they, shockingly, don't pay us very well out here in Hollywood and that the, the companies that make all the shows that you like. Actually, try to extract as much money possible from those shows that you like, while paying the artists that make them as little as possible. The fucking story already. It's about time. You know this has been a mess already, slow. <sighs> that feels better. Now I feel more like myself. I really do. I really feel more like myself. You know, the slurp cam just wakes me up. You know, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me until I've had my slurp cam. Okay. I'm one of these people that is, you know, don't even try to talk to me until I've had my slurp cam. Okay, so let's talk about some stuff that's going on in Hollywood. Um, Yeah, like as I mentioned, you know, people don't get paid for shit. Uh, They're constantly looking for new ways to not pay us, uh, and they're finding them. They're very, very good at this. They're very, very good at this. The companies that uh, uh, hold all the employment, and they do hold it. They hold it like uh, uh, chips. They hold it like, um, you know, they hold it over your head. Uh, They're very good at finding new ways uh, uh, to figure out how to give less money two people uh, uh, that work in Hollywood, and they're very, very good at it. Now we have the new experts uh, uh, that have come in, uh, uh, all the Silicon Valley guys, all the the, the disruptors, the best disruptors in the world have come to Hollywood over the last couple of years, and they're doing a very, very good job of disrupting the industry. I was a part of it personally. I I worked at all the uh, uh, new media companies, and so, you know, Uh, uh, I, I, I regret looking back on it. I mean, I did need to make enough money to pay for my studio apartment in, uh, North Hollywood. Um, but I guess I do regret a little bit being part of, you know, the, uh, uh, the creation of the new method that's basically going to destroy this, uh, entire industry as a, a career, as a career for nearly everybody. Um, yeah, so, uh, uh. You know, basically the the new media companies came in and uh, uh, they figured out a way to pay everybody less. uh, And that was because they, you know, for some reason it was different. You know, putting video online, having video on the Internet uh, uh, is very, very, very different um, from television. Uh, You know, uh, when when it's when it's moving pictures and human beings telling jokes or, you know, uh, uh, performing stories, if that is done on a screen that is your computer screen. That's very, very different than the uh, the screen that's your your television screen. Um, all right. We got my wife, Kate, here. Kate, we had, I had some technical issues uh, uh, for the... I just couldn't get the fucking... Uh, well, that's what they, you know, how intensive in the chat says, uh, uh, you know, the next thing they're going to disrupt is careers. And that's actually the... Uh, I think you hit the button there. That's actually the whole... That's what disrupt means straight up that's like what that's all that disrupt means for every industry uh is that they're gonna get in there and disrupt everybody who uh was doing that job or you know was working in that industry uh uh, as a career how we doing kate
2: good how's it going how's that does
0: anybody does everybody hear kate is like are we uh can you hear me is our sound still fucked up or whatever I just I think pray to they God. can i actually, pray. I can't hear you, yeah, it's not it's not working that way anymore. I'll have to fix it later, but can they hear me, yeah, they can hear you, they can hear you, all um, right, I guess. can they can you hear yourself in the mic, yeah, I can hear okay, myself. okay, yeah, then I think I we can't good. hear you, all right, everybody. All right, everybody. So we're talking about Hollywood. We're talking about disrupting the film industry. There's this article, Kate, this affects you too. You're an aspiring writer here in Hollywood.
2: I'm not aspiring. You're a
0: writer. You are a writer in Hollywood, actually.
2: I'm a famous, successful writer. You're a writer. She's I've writing for five uh, episodes uh, of TV.
0: Kate writes for uh, 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 Cartoon Network shows. Are you allowed to? Yeah, we've yeah, sat on the it's show. It's Kate works for uh, uh, the new Thundercats show that everybody got mad at. You know, uh, uh, the, they called uh, it
2: Thundercucks
0: or something. The one, you know, there was a new Thundercats that everybody, I didn't really follow Thundercats that much to begin with. I'm not really ever going to shame, to be honest with you, everybody always, like it's this, this is a two-sided war. You know what I mean? Like every time something gets announced, they, you know, there are going to be people that are going to be annoyed about every fucking thing because we live in child's world. And so like, you know, these things from up. I, mean, pop I love are,
2: it. Like personally, I'm like, bring it on. Like I know, it's funny but to I, me. you know.
0: Every time not when
2: people get mad these
0: shows get announced and people like you know search through reddit i I know it because I you know I'm friends with you know all these people that you know I know these people that are you know saying like everyone's getting so mad at us, and like while it's good, people should not be you know seeking out and harassing people that create shows. I also think that the people who make shows specifically go and look for negative comments because they think it's fun,
2: absolutely. And I think that it is fun.
0: You heard it here, It's also
2: fun to complain about it because it's kind of also like a low-key, like, it's like a flex a little bit. It means you've
0: made it a little bit.
2: Yeah. You know, whenever all
0: these, you know, all these, like, uh, uh, writers that are like, these, oh, my God, like, they're being so (laughs) mean about the show I did. Oh, I hate all this attention. I love it. I hate it. I hate how everyone's talking about the show I did.
2: Oh my God! Anyway, you know it well, is you know what? Ryan is, Johnson's that way too. <laughs> there is a problem. There is a different. There is a different kind of similar problem where it's like I think if they're generally talking about your show and they're being dicks, for sure, that's funny. I think that's yes. That that's a part of it's like, fine. Living that's in doing shows. That's doing
0: television shows. But, People uh, are supposed to talk about them.
2: There's um. There's some people on Twitter who will like find For the sure. female staff writers, yes, Twitter, I know. and like crap. That's them. wild. Then you know what? That's fucked up shit. That is
0: fucked up shit. That is fucked up shit. But you know what else? Like they should get more support from the showrunners. Absolutely. And, like, the there should be like infrastructure. Like
2: there should be like WGA guidelines on like I don't how know to necessarily what something. the best way to
0: deal with it is. I don't know. But it
2: should be like embedded in the process of right. like promoting it. I I, I
0: actually, you know, I don't know what the best way to deal with it is, but I know the best way is not to just tell everyone that works in Hollywood that they're also in charge of running their own fan page free of charge and that they're supposed to read every single comment about them as a uh, a prerequisite for like getting jobs or doing business in town. There
2: should be like some like, you know, if the studio is making, if there is like a studio making tons of money off of like you and you happen to be famous online and you're helping promote the show. Yeah. Like. There used to be like that didn't happen. You'd have a publicist well, in charge of all that. stuff. I mean, when
0: you go on a press tour, when you're going to all these fucking talk shows, it's like you have a fleet of people around you saying like, you know,
2: right, paid for by tell the this story. And
0: yeah, the studio is paying for all that shit. But then meanwhile, they're like, also, we expect you to have an online brand and we expect you to maintain that brand. And you have to do that on your own. You know, uh, 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 you know, we're going to make a movie that's going to be one of the biggest movies in the world. Um, and you know every single person in the world is going to see it um, and and we expect you to just sort of like read every fan letter about it exactly. um, you know maintain your own uh, fan page
2: well, like, i think like the you know media training exists like, it's yeah. like if you if you're a person who's becoming famous like yeah you typically get like Here's how you answer the questions. Like, well, I mean, here's how to dodge something you don't want to talk about. Why? Why is there not like that sort of same aspect? I mean, I do agree. It's like especially built into for, social media.
0: Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Especially for these really big movies. It's like, to be honest with you, again, nobody should ever fucking be seeking out and harassing people that's like mega bad and really annoying and and, and shitty. But Disney releasing a Star Wars movie. You know, they're not aware that people have real strong fucking feelings about Star Wars and they're and people are going to be like really weird about it and shit like they they're releasing the biggest movies in the world and they don't tell the people in the movie like put your Instagram on private. Or like or we're going like, you know, to like, make another Instagram for you. Or here's a guy, here's a guy who will help that you. runs Instagrams for all of our celebrities. And we're gonna help you out with that.
2: I mean, like, there are like people who can like who know what programs can like mass delete like comments and stuff right. like that. Like why is why why is it on the talent to
0: do that? It's like all the it is funny, it's all these stories where it's like this talent, oh my god, they like couldn't go online anymore. I'm like, why the fuck were they running? You know when it's like on the night is it when it was the nineties? Like David Duchovny, wasn't like moderating the X Files like chat room? You know what I mean? I know
2: it's a, like it's a lot of emotional labor put on like creatives.
0: It's a lot of actual labor too, on top of emotional labor. It's a lot of like actual tangible time you have to spend to run these stupid it's fucking crazy. websites.
2: Unpaid. I mean, pr- publicity is like you know always like yeah. usually unpaid. Um, but it's usually like you have like a set amount of it's days not
0: unpaid it's like you know when you go on talk shows well, you get like a sag yeah. minimum and shit it's not a lot of money but like it's paid and or you going you know, paid? they put paid? You up,
2: what are junkets paid i don't know i'm talking about just but i think that's like concept. folded into
0: the contract it's like when you do when you sign on for one of these movies you're also signing on for this press tour or whatever now like implicitly we're like you know, to get a job, to even be part of the world, you have to have a social media profile. Uh, and we want you to keep building that because that'll help us promote the movie. However, if you've ever said anything fucked up, even if it didn't wasn't fucked up then, even if you've apologized for it now, yeah, even if it's provocateurs that are finding these old posts, uh, um, you know, uh, we're going to fire you. Well, it's a, it's a, It's a double-edged sword, everybody. But I wanted to talk about something else. Like I'm not necessarily—I don't have to get on my fucking, my—you know. Although I will say, what I said about Kate and you know the the Thundercats writers that like like to go out and seek out the mean posts because it's like a little bit fun in the end. I think Ryan Johnson's that way too.
2: I mean, I definitely. I Googled think the director
0: it. of of Star Wars: The Last Jedi might also be someone who gets a little sick thrill. Oh my. Out of finding all the mean comments. That's what I think.
2: Um, I mean, I'm, I think you're talking about me. Maybe no, I was talking about Ryan Johnson.
0: If you, can, you can't hear me on the, headphone, on the headset anymore. The sound is all fucked up. I got to figure out the sound. But Kate actually, when I, was, when I whisper like this into the headset, I can't, I can't she really. actually can't hear me. This one's just between me <laughs> and the fans. Okay. The fans at home. This one's a little secret. I could hear Just that. Just for me.
2: What? I could hear most of that. All right.
0: All right, everybody. Download another 3 apps to fix this sound. Hey, Leslie knows my uh, um my level of streaming ability. Leslie Leslie Lee in the chat everybody, my co-host Leslie. from Struggle Session, uh, knows how bad I am at streaming. Um uh, so he knows that at all times I've got approximately uh <laughs> I at all times I've got approximately Seven programs running, like looping the sound around in different ways. We haven't even got to our actual prepared oh, yeah. subjects Sorry. today. It's 7.20 in the morning. Hey. We've been doing the show for 20 minutes with a lot of fucked up, bad tech issues. But that is what you get when it's a one-man band. This is a one-man band is what this is. This is a solo. Well, I mean, you're what here the too. the fuck am I? You're here too, but I'm doing all the, the cuts and all this shit. I like had to set up the computers. This is ostensibly... This is a one-man band that you know has a feature act, a woman. Yeah, well, a fe- well, a feature act can be anybody. All right, so you know this guy, how M- Mitch, Mitch in the chat. I think this guy's name is Mitch. How intensive? We will have Bugmane coming up very soon. Stay tuned. I know everyone's very very excited for the Bugmane call in. It's going to happen. It's going to happen we it's set okay it's 10 okay i'm going to stop looking at the chat so much because i do have topics to get to here we were going to talk about why things are bad in hollywood right now and i was getting to it i was talking about new media we have joe hartzler out here in the chat uh uh you know hartzler's well aware of uh how you get paid like dog shit you know uh, uh, how new media was the excuse for like everyone to do the same work that they were doing before, but now instead get uh, paid like shit for it.
2: Yay. Um,
0: and so that was happening in, in new media that used to be happening in advertising. And now it's happening more commonly jet to let, I have to respond very quickly to the chat. I will never stop looking at the chat. No matter what I say, it's right there in front of me. And, you know, despite the common wisdom, you know, celebrities and everybody, you know, all the important sort of elite people used to say 10 years ago, never read the comments. That's Uh, totally changed. They should go. They should go back to that and never read the comments. However, me, I I will always read the comments. I have forever been a comments reader. I will forever be a comments reader. That's why I'm a born poster. I'm a lifelong poster. Uh, don't worry. Whatever I say, I will always be reading the comments. So uh, uh, this article was in Vanity Fair yesterday. Mm-hmm. Kate, this is actually, you know, as a, uh, a a writer here in Hollywood, this affects you too.
2: Yeah, I mean. So this
0: is a uh, uh, this maybe. is a Vanity Fair ho- article about Hollywood, talking about a new phenomenon that is sweeping the city. This is like Beetle Mania for uh uh for development executives (laughs) Um, called called, uh called mini writers rooms um what what this is basically uh uh, the name of the article as you can see here is is this the end of the tv writers room as we know it um that's a uh uh, an interesting new way to phrase that's basically saying uh, uh is it possible to make a living if you are the Pers- or if you're one of the people who writes television shows in Los Angeles, is it possible to do what is almost impossible? Is it possible to get to the top, like to work your way up, to put in the time, put in the effort, uh, um, you know, and, and get to the top of uh, even being considered for these jobs? Uh, is it possible in success? Is it possible in success to have a reasonable lifestyle and uh, uh, to make a career out of it? Um, while well, the Vanity Fair article kind of posits perhaps perhaps no uh, uh, as time goes on. So what these mini writers room rooms are is they're basically uh, uh, for executives, development executives. Instead of uh, uh, green lighting a show or doing a pilot of a show, they like to put together mini writers rooms, uh, uh, maybe two or three writers for a week or two at a time where, you know, they'll do things like break the entire season's worth of episodes. Uh, Yeah. You know, because, you know, these... Basically, you know, the argument that is made on sort of the executive uh, uh, studio's company side is that, you know, for many, many years they've been doing uh, um, pilots, these very costly pilots to decide whether or not they want to do a show, right? Um, I mean, that's like a kind of silly method even to begin with. I mean, if you think about... Uh, You know, the idea that uh, uh, the way we make shows is like they spend like two million dollars on like a first episode so that like one man uh, uh, in the top of a building like sitting in a nice chair can watch it and decide uh, uh, whether or not it should be a TV show.
2: Sort of wasteful.
0: It's silly. It's a little wasteful to begin with. However... Uh, The reason that it was working that way, uh, the reason that things were set up that way was because this was a way that made it possible for people to make a living like creating shows and uh, uh, and making things, you know, uh, uh, it used to be not even too long ago, like it used to be. 10, 15 years ago that you could even get like a development uh, uh, deal. You could get like a stipend off of doing development. Uh, um, and then, you know, if it ended up getting purchased, they were purchasing a lot more pilot scripts. The networks would just That's buy true. a swath, a huge swath of pilot scripts. And that could sometimes be enough for, you know, one person to make it for the year. Right. So so that is part of how it works to be a screenwriter, to be a TV writer. Is that, you know, you may not work all the time. This is a very difficult industry. It's a big roll of the dice to uh, uh, even be able to try to do this kind of stuff. Um, But what's happening now is they're even splitting that amount of work into smaller, into more people. So now, uh, you know, if you have a great idea for a show. Where it used to be that you could perhaps write that idea as a show, get it purchased as a pilot and get a rate for that. And then if it moved on to production, you get another rate for that. You get a producing rate and all this kind of stuff. Now, if you've got a good idea for a show, they're going to pair you with other people to to work on that idea for the show more uh, to like work out everything surrounding the idea for that show. You get paid less because, you know, they've also had to hire this little mini writer's room. Um, And also they get more work out of it for less. They get more work out of everyone for less. Like when these executives, when these studios when these companies uh, um, are saying, like, let's put together a mini writer's room so you guys can, like, break all the plot beats for the entire season. We should be saying, sorry, that's not possible to do without a full staff of people. You know what I mean? Like we are giving it away what we are selling, like what what is being sold as creatives uh, uh, here in Los Angeles is our ability, our like singular ability, our ability above everyone else to create these things. And we're giving it away. And that's because we work in a passion industry. Um, You know, people are desperate. You know, not only for work, but for the vindication that work gets them for the ability to, you know, tell everybody uh, and their family that they are working. Um, and so that allows for a lot of abuses. And, you know, one of the newest fronts in it is this fucking is the mini writer's room. So, um,
2: I, uh, I don't know if it says this in the article because I didn't read it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I remember like hearing about. The first time I've heard of mini writers room yeah. uh being Louis C.K.'s writer's room. Oh boy. Doesn't he didn't he used to do his whole TV show with just him and like two people in the Well, room? so I
0: don't know if that was a, a mini writer's room. That that's almost the opposite in a way, because what Louis was doing is he wanted to cut the fat, you know, uh uh entirely from the show so that he just got to keep most of the budget like what louis did was a different model altogether it'd be more okay if it was like that but fx just gave him like we're gonna budget your show like how we budget any show or whatever and louis like i'm just gonna go off and of course you know at this time in history i'm thought of as a genius right you know we have to put ourselves in the proper historical context God. that at this time you know we're talking about a man who was uh, uh, the unique truth-telling genius oh who went God. on Conan's show uh, to say that we all look at our our cell phones too much? Uh, wow. So at that time, when when we were talking about one of the great minds of our era, instead of a disgraced pervert, um, you know, FX thought it prudent to basically do an auteur television show with him. So they just gave him all the budget. So while, yes, he did basically write that entire show with just him and Vernon Chapman, it's not as much the company. like The way this would be a mini writer's room is if Vernon Chapman and uh, uh, Louis C.K. were brought into a boardroom and were asked to create all the plots for all three seasons of Louis before they'll even decide to do (laughs) <laughs> one episode of Louie. Oh, okay. Uh, um, it's know. a beautiful new way for us to get fucked over, uh, uh, for us to, you know, give more work and receive less money for it. And also for these people, like, honestly, these people just want fucking, uh, uh, like, the executives, they just, like, want to have more, like, busy work. They want more stuff, like, to, for them to look at and for them to, like, factor into their equations and everything like that. We need to be more withholding. We really should be. We should realize like David Lynch, when he pitched uh, uh, Twin Peaks, David Lynch, who actually is a genius. We got to watch more David Lynch movies. I got to make you watch uh, uh, Mulholland Drive. I hate Mulholland Drive. Okay, we're not going to talk about that. David Lynch is a genius. But David Lynch said when he pitched Twin Peaks, he basically pitched out the entire pilot for it. And they were like, what happens next? David, what happens next? What could possibly happen next? And David said, "You'll have to buy the pitch to find out."
2: That's fucking like, but that's like, like who has that like level of right. like confidence and security? Well now,
0: now, now it would be, you know, I, you know, David Lynch pitches Twin Peaks. He's like, you know, this is a very exciting story. Like, uh, and that's <laughs> the end of the pilot. And they're like, what would happen next? And he's like, you'll have to buy it to find out. And they would say. They would say, well, we have another option, actually. Let's put you together with uh, uh, this guy who is under package deal. Like uh, he's represented by the same agency that this production company is represented at. Uh, um, he's like the son of like uh, the the guy who uh, the president of NASCAR or something like that, who like, uh, uh, you know, the president of this company met at some fucking meeting or something like that. Let's get the kid who's related to the guy that does NASCAR. Uh, we'll also throw in fucking, I don't know, uh, um, who's like, uh, who's doing, who's doing okay at UCB right now, you know, any, anyone, we'll just throw in like one extra, like funny person or something like that, we'll get you guys in a room for one week, uh, where we won't provide food or anything like that, we just have extra rooms here, you know what I mean? Here at uh uh, in this theoretical where he's pitching Twin Peaks, uh, a little probably have food. Just come to ABC
2: Bagel Fridays.
0: They'll they'll have bagels out there. I went and did one of these things one time. One time I did one. uh, Uh, one time I did one. Um, I think for Comedy Central actually, where I was like in an office that wasn't even Comedy Central's office. It was like some other company that Viacom had bought, and we were just like squirreled away in this windowless room. Um, and they didn't have food. Like, I, it was all vending machines there, which I know is common for, for a lot of people, but uh, it was... Uh, it's odd. It's odd. Some, you know, sometimes as a writer, because it's so cheap, it's so cheap for these companies to hire you as a writer because we've allowed these rates to go down so deeply, sometimes you just end up in a room with no windows, just not doing anything. It's so cheap to keep writers uh, uh, on retainer at this point. Yeah. Uh, that they can just like hold you in a room like I would you're on love jury to do duty that or something. I would love to
2: be paid to just sit in a room if I could like yeah. pretend I was I mean that's trying. okay.
0: Like I would love that too if it paid well enough. You know what I mean? But this is like Comedy Central's like, we would love to work with you. Um well, we I- have this new program called like the Digital Advertisers program. And so, you know, let's get you you know this is an exciting new program. Television shows that's the way of the past. We don't even want to hear pitches for television shows anymore what we need to do with you what we need to do with all up-and-coming exciting new comedic voices is get them working on the Comedy Central advertiser's program to make low budget branded uh comedy pieces
2: um but i think there's a problem with you saying we need to be more withholding because it's like you can't really blame us no, that's like true. like it's not our like we don't even have that power really that's true. like there's a lot of people who like just like want to like you know make a, any living at all. For sure. No, like, I that's absolutely not, get it. that's not like any it's
0: I, I cannot blame us. I cannot blame us. You can't I'm, the I'm saying that uh uh you know what I think, you know what I will say though is that I do think that people who have made it more should be more withholding. I think that the issue here is that there's like a, a tone set from the top down and when it's like all these guys like who have been doing it since the eighties who like already have their Highland Park homes and shit, like when they're also just like, Yeah sure, like we'll do a million fucking rewrites for free. Highland but.
2: Park isn't, no
0: not Highland Park where's the Hancock one the Park. nice one? Oh yeah Hancock Park When all these guys have a when like, they already yeah. own a house in Hancock Park and shit like you should like not put up with it as much because it does make it harder for everybody else I cannot basically afford to uh uh I can't afford to do to do development again it's just like not like that's like doing an unpaid internship like you know how uh uh the way it works in Hollywood is that The people who become executives at these companies are people that uh, went to good enough colleges that they could even be considered for an unpaid internship uh, uh, at one of these terrible companies. And then they have to like have enough. Family money or connections or some kind of advantage. My personal advantage was that I grew up in Los Angeles. My parents didn't have a ton of money, but I did have the advantage of like not having to move here and scrape and figure it out. So that was the advantage that I have, and that small advantage uh, uh, got me up to this point And that's it. Uh, um, uh, um.
2: I was, I was, uh, I'm from Manhattan Beach, and I'm definitely like, you know, bef- you know, my family doesn't have a ton of money now, but I definitely grew up with like a lot of, uh. You know, like upper middle class like, sure, like l a like not like l a rich, but like if we lived anywhere else, we'd be yeah. rich.
0: I mean, my point is though that like uh uh that you know, the people that do these internships do it because they have family money. But I was saying
2: and- I do an, and I did an internship at Fox uh-huh. <laughs> in development, <laughs> like because, literally did right, this, right, and uh it was like with all these other like rich kids, all yeah. white.
0: Uh, I mean, all the interns when you're, especially you're when you're at good companies. Like when you're like when I was at,
2: they were all like friends. Like none of us got it like through just applying. Like literally every single person there, including myself, because my cousin was a publicist at Fox. We all were there because like we were related to like someone who. It, it just gets at Fox.
0: and and the more prestigious and better the unpaid grunt work. It was internship literally so is, unpaid. It I was mean, crazy. Like when I was at you know when I did the Kimmel show, like all the unpaid interns, all the intern kids are like related to people. It was like, uh, um, who's the fucking? Oh, Ray Romano. It's like Ray Romano's like like ne- nephew. Like it's like. Uh, I don't fucking know. It was uh, a crazy... uh, Maria Menounos's like cousin, like they were all like like as you get sort of higher up. Like when I was at Funny or Die, it was all sort of like people that went to the same colleges as the people who were producers there, or like related in some way to the like executives or something. But when you go to the Kimmel Show, it's like whoa, like this is a higher class of unpaid interns, <laughs> like uh, doing total fucking grunt work and being treated like shit. These are. These are actual, you know, related to celebrity people.
2: Yeah. It's like so, it's so dark. Anyway, it's as bad. as
0: Leslie mentioned, uh, we work under a meritocracy. It's the absolute <laughs> meritocracy of the world. Uh, but anyway, so the people that become executives are the people who are able to get these unpaid internships and are able to do these unpaid internships. Uh, and then they start just basically turning favors and working around, working with the People who are like writers and directors in Hollywood who also can afford to not be paid for years and years at a time uh, while they work on developing their is voice. Joe? Yeah, we have Joe Hartzler in here.
2: Apparently, he also interned at Fox Comedy Development. That's like literally where I Very nice. Too.
0: Hey, That's we so got funny. two movers and shakers. A Hollywood connection yeah, is being well, made right here. Look at you us know, now. You guys are in that Fox Intern Alumni Network right? Um, if you guys just start a Facebook group, then maybe, you know, that's how everybody gets jobs in Hollywood, by the way, is like whatever college you went to, they make a fucking Facebook group, and then they only give jobs to people who went to that college. Like, you can't get a bullshit, sucky job, pretty much. <laughs> like, if unless you have like, uh, uh, unless you're like playing, you know, playing a little weird game or something, you
2: know? Um. One time I was at Fox, and my whole day was just like watching like pilots that they didn't pick up, yeah, and um, well, I would eat like popcorn from like the snack drawer, and like this executive was like, or like this exec- executive's assistant was like. You have to stop eating our popcorn, like. Oh my God. That's for like current programming, and that's so funny. And you're in development. Oh, you, you. <laughs> the popcorn.
0: Did we simply can? That's like the the picture I had from the Best Buy the other day. The red vines that said. Yeah, uh, I was like first. Like, please. please ask first. Um, I mean, the good thing is, I mean, you know, uh, uh the thing that is common across, you know, people ask, uh. If the entertainment industry is like other industries and the thing that is common about uh, that is constant between the entertainment industry and other industries is that they will not miss an opportunity ever to dehumanize you <laughs> and remind you how little you matter uh, uh, and uh, how how um, how how much your dignity does not matter at all. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway always be popping popcorns for closers mm. that is for shows that are on the air not development shows Kate please ask before you have a red vine this part of the article this uh this part of the vanity Fair article is funny to me uh uh you know where we have Winnie Kemp from uh uh super deluxe the company super deluxe uh, uh and, and shockingly shockingly super deluxe is uh uh coming out as a voice in favor of of mini writers' rooms where people get paid like shit and uh break do more work for less money. That is really stunning, Kate. It's just stunning. It's absolutely stunning to see Super Deluxe come out on this side. I mean, that's a company that just is, is known industry-wide for, for being talent-friendly. For hey, paying I'll take their money right.
2: if they want to hire me. I don't associate with Jack.
0: <laughs> Kate does not endorse this uh, uh particular thing, but you know, I will say that. You know, they're, you know, they say here, they're like, oh, it's great. We can get more marginalized voices in here to, you know, these mini writer's rooms give us an opportunity to get in more marginalized voices. You know, who's like not putting in marginalized voices to begin with the fucking executives. You know what I mean? Like, it's the people at Super Deluxe like they're like, in the past, Super Deluxe has not been a friendly enough home. We have not had enough opportunities for marginalized voices. So we had to create more opportunities. And the way to do that. Is by not paying anyone at all. So give us a, a round of applause everyone. We've created new terrible opportunities. For marginalized voices. In fact it's offensive. In, it's offensive in the sense that you could like. You're like uh, um, you know. You can't just put a marginalized voice. Into a real writer's room. I mean that's just. That would cause chaos To. To put a marginalized voice just directly into a writer's room, you have to start them off on these mini writers you rooms. You know about
2: directors shadowing for like female directors and stuff. No, like I've heard of this being a thing where it's like they want more women directors. Yeah. But like, so they like have this these programs like a lot of these production companies. Yep. Where they'll have like they'll have a woman director who like doesn't have a lot of experience sure. like come on set. For like two weeks and like shadowed the director. But like these things aren't paid. Like they don't pay, <laughs> they don't pay that person while they're shadowing. So it's just like, yeah, it's like, oh, you're like a really like fucking over like yeah. a marginalized like right. person. Like
3: we
0: want to create more veiled. opportunities for people to not fucking be able to make rent. We need to create, <laughs> you know, one time I went to this is true actually. <laughs> um, I went to a, a, a meeting, a, 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 a guild meeting. I went to a guild meeting uh, uh, where, uh, uh, you know, famous uh, uh, talk show host James Corden showed up, uh, you know, the uh, uh, the very famous uh, British fella that, um, you know, likes to sit in the cars and do uh, um, karaoke with people. That's a funny bit, by the way. That is good. That is really funny comedy. I don't. Now, know
2: if, I, if Jack says anything bad about James Corden, I don't associate <laughs> with it. I want a job. Someone. I just want to
0: say. I just want to say briefly that I've applied
2: I, to that show. They've rejected me.
0: Yeah, I. I mean, I. You know, my I, my agent asked me to apply to it like last week, and I'm like, I just. I cannot, like, mentally get myself to do it. I fucking can't do it. I would have done it. I can't do it. I'll do it. I can't do it. I'll do it. You know, I, I, I just cannot go into the grind of doing a daily talk show again, and that's why I have started this uh, uh, self-imposed prison where I have to wake up at 6 in the morning and do a daily talk show every day did not want to apply to james Corden. anyway i went to a guild meeting by the way i have to just say one more time it's so fucking funny the when he gets and does karaoke with people and they're driving in a car you know what i love is this new aesthetic of uh, uh like every fucking show is just being shot on like uh, uh gopros in a car like they're literally being shot these shows him. like on how i am shooting it here like how I'm shooting in my bedroom. I have like a little fucking suction thing with a GoPro on it. And that's how all the network TV shows. That's how James Corden sold like a show to the new Apple network. It's just like all you need is two GoPros. Uh, it's, it's so simple. The recipe is so simple. You need two GoPros, a car, and the biggest celebrities in the world. Um, and then you will suddenly get uh, uh, views. You'll get a lot of views on YouTube. And I, and I really wonder why. It's probably because of the funniness of the bit. I don't Probably want to derail. I don't want
2: to derail this great uh, yeah. rant about James Corden, but I do have to leave in 15 minutes. Oh, you do? If you want Let me just do-
0: briefly tell my Corden okay. story. Uh, uh, so I went to a WGA meeting one time, and, and it was cool that Corden showed up. I was like, oh, crazy. Like, Corden showed up. I guess he really gives a fuck about this. When they open it up to the floor, Corden was the first guy to talk, so he's not there to, like, listen about what the fuck is going on. And his suggestion is like, he's like, we need to have a new, like, class of writer we need to have writers in the guild agreement uh uh, that get paid less we need to have people we need to have a way that i can hire writer's assistants at a lower rate just so i can give them a chance and he like put it as this thing of like i want an opportunity to give a chance to you know the 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 writer's assistants that i love so much and you know what i'm like dude Then fucking pay them. You know what I mean? Like then just give them a full rate like or hire them as a team or some shit or but they actually don't even fucking do that. Pay them outright in full. Give them a full 13 week run to do it. What the fuck do you care? Just do it. Uh, uh, or let them write sketches. They can get paid one-off fees for that. But anyways, this fucking guy I mean, came... I most
2: jobs, like, you're allowed to... It's typical, like, you, you know, to have a, a shorter contract before you get picked up for a longer contract. Well, but you I mean... not just do that. But that's why
0: the guild built... That's why there are rules built in already to the minimum basic agreement. That's why we have a 13-week cycle. Oh, okay. When you're a writer, like, it's on 13-week cycles, and there's, like, very specific amounts that you're supposed to get paid per week on these cycles. Like, that's the way the contract worked out the reason why it's 13 weeks is that's supposed to be the minimum amount of time you can give and that's supposed to be the minimum amount of money you can give like it's not up to james Corden to be like well you know i'd like to try out my writer's assistant but like i I just think that because they're a writer's assistant they they need to get paid much much less uh uh, for this time and also how nice of it is how nice it is for me to offer them the opportunity yeah, to receive a credit uh, and get paid less. Um, Anyways, I that think that's That being bullshit. said, hi, James Corden. I know Fuck you're James watching. Corden.
2: Uh, love a job.
0: That show, I mean, whatever. I don't have any problem with like the show. There's funny people that write on the show and everything. It's the same as any of these shows. It's fucking monologues, but uh, that guy sucks. He's not good or funny, and I hate the carpal karaoke bit. Anyway, uh, Kate, what do we got here? Let's move on to Kate news. So basically the idea here here is for Kate news is that me and Kate, my wife, my lovely wife, I love my wife, uh, um, me and my love me and Kate take in almost completely different sources of news. I feel like I am always looking at news. I'm always looking at media, but I feel like Kate almost lives in a different world than I do, uh, just taking in completely different media. So we take the opportunity uh, occasionally and we're taking it right now to check in with Kate news uh to find out what's going on in the world that kate knows about
2: you guys demi lovato is in rehab
0: oh my god is she i thought she's out of rehab she's
2: out of the hospital oh we almost lost one of our most treasured legends so i know
0: about this a little bit i know that demi lovato they uh they said she went in for heroin which is crazy i mean they're not crazy but well, you know. they
2: said uh it was opiates not heroin Oh, okay but um
0: so what they basically like the she was LA, on pills. They gave and said? her Narcan, so like oh, okay.
2: I, it's got to be something like.
0: How do you know they never gave her Narcan?
2: Because I think there was like an LAP. I don't know. Like, I think some of this stuff is public knowledge sometimes, okay. or or someone leaked it. I have no idea. Um, but yeah.
0: Okay, so I mean, she's out. She's so in she's rehab. out. So so what does this mean? She's she's into rehab now. Or I think what?
2: she like really almost died. Like she. It, the, she must have been in the hospital for like at least a full week. Sad, different. it's fucked up. Like it's really, it's dark, and I think that she, um, I think she's. They said she's gonna be in rehab for like an extended stay, yep. so like probably a, a while. Um,
0: yeah. Well, oh, I mean, I, I, yeah. I do think that's fucked up. I mean, it, I, you know, know, what
2: was really, really fucked up is what? that she like has been sober for a while, and yep. like she recently like wrote a song about how she like fell off the wagon, uh-huh. called, like, Mama, I'm sorry. I'm not yep. sober anymore. Um, and, like, she was, like, very, like, open and, like, vulnerable about, like, that part of, part of her life. Yeah. And then she had this, like, bi- like, business partner that, like, went on tour with her that was, like, a sober, like, living... Like lifestyle brand, okay. I don't know what it is. I uh, but so like, she had
0: the, was it like a life coach that came with her? No, or like, like
2: like some company she partnered with that uh, promotes like sobriety or, or something okay. like that. I have no idea. Like, I'm sure it's legit, but like man, it sounds what really a sketchy. fucking
0: hell it is. I, you know, I you know, I, I don't want to like show, I don't want to be like solidarity to celebrities or whatever, but it does sound like a fucking hellish life, especially especially for young women celebrities. It's just yeah, we it's they there's a whole industry built around watching these young women to death.
2: I mean, it, I think it's gotten a lot better since, like, yeah. you know, the mid two thousands. Since we'll what like, your
0: uh uh your your times with Amanda Bynes, we were like
2: cheering Amanda Bynes right. to die. Um, that was crazy that was when really Amanda dark. Bynes
0: was like. I remember at that time, you know, when Amanda Bynes, there was like a paparazzi picture of her, like they're like she's like. By the way, she wasn't on television anymore. They were no, just she, like, like following her. But there was one time when they were like, she's smoking weed in her car, and I remember I'm like in my mid twenties, I'm like. I thank the Lord that no <laughs> one's trying to get pictures of me smoking weed in the car. Well, she's kind of the
2: last car. of that era, too. Like, she was like kind of like, we went out. I think them. I saw
0: pictures. I was working. I think I worked at Funny or Die, and we saw the pictures of Amanda Bynes smoking weed in the car, and I uh, went out to smoke weed in the car because it stressed me out.
2: Yeah. I mean, I want to go smoke weed in the car right now. Yeah. But, well, um, that's
0: fucked up with Demi Lovato. Yeah, I mean, like, this its thing. Wait, I was
2: saying, I was saying yeah. that she, like, partnered with this, like,
0: yeah. uh, some
2: company uh good. But this guy it's like good
0: to, it's good to figure out a way to like monetarily capitalize as much as possible on uh, uh on on addiction but w- yeah,
2: whatever happened, whatever that is I don't yeah. even know if she was like i I really she partnered I, with I, it a uh, been a charity uh, like I, I really right. don't know okay sure. um but um this guy who ran that company like went off on Demi being like your, yep. you like, you like you like suck basically really? for like flying off the wagon and like what the key, fuck he sued her or something <laughs> like being like you're supposed to be sober that was part wow. of the contract wow. like now and, like just like really like wow. what if you know wow. anything about addiction like you would never do that yeah um so anyway.
0: We should sue everybody. Everybody we should it's against the I think the law. that killed
2: her. Like I actually feel like that maybe almost killed yeah. her. <laughs> like, That's a
0: nice thing to do. That's a nice thing I to mean, do. I mean,
2: who the fuck knows? I I'm not gonna like try to pretend like I know why she yeah. like relapsed again, but yeah. Well, um, you know
0: why she relapsed again? Is because this whole fucking country is addicted to opiates.
2: Yeah, it's really bad. You know what I mean? It's like really
0: we're bad. like uh uh we're at that's this true. weird time toward the end of an empire where, like, everything is so bad that everyone, like, that doctors are just being like, yeah, uh, we understand that life's painful. Like, you should just uh, um, become addicted to heroin.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: You just keep coming. So uh, uh, yeah. It is bad for their brand. That is true. Um, um,
2: yeah. Ellie, you're right. Okay. Well, that, that's um, some fucked up news. Yeah. Like, a, con- a contractor keeps keep someone somewhere. I-, I don't know the details, but, like, that's it's something like that where it was like, uh, okay. Um. Yeah. Like this guy who runs this sobriety charity or whatever the fuck it is is clearly like terrorizing this yeah. like very like, you know, fragile person in a fragile state, not that she's fragile. Yeah. Um Okay, uh the other thing Kate news is that uh Angelina and Brad, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy, guys. Well, when it's
0: those two, we always know it's going to be some fucking thing.
2: Angelina's latest court filing accuses Brad Pitt of not paying meaningful child support.
0: So, what does that mean, meaning? Well, you know, we don't need to get into family court stuff on here. You know, this uh, is, yeah, that's, that's maybe s- a little too, too Well, heated. I actually,
2: my take on this is that uh, I don't really care about Brad and Angelina uh, that much anymore. Like, that's not like the level of celebrity that's like even fun to talk about. Yeah. They're like too rich, too famous, yeah. like too private. It's yeah. like, let's, like, I'd rather talk about like, uh, you know, Spencer Pratt yeah. or something. Well, why'd you
0: bring it up, then?
2: Because it's like, that's, you know, that's because I wanted to make that t- that take. Why that's do you bring up the, many uh... fucking writers' rooms and James Corden? <laughs> yeah, you love James Corden, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. I'm no, candy I'm just, boy.
0: Yeah, I'm not a candy boy. Uh, my third piece that?
2: of news is in your email.
0: Oh, it is. Okay. Hold on a second here, everybody. I let Kate do this Kate News thing, and uh, I knew, you know, I, I, I think that something is going fucked up with the... Uh, uh, I'm getting some dropped frames here, which is uh, uh un which is nerve wracking. It's really got me on the edge. I'm very very nervous. Thanks everyone it's for uh, in uh, hanging in there. We're gonna be doing you know
2: lots of lag. They're saying we're
0: getting lag. I know. Let me uh, I, I might take a break, but let's first uh, uh is it in my email here? I send it. Um, let me. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the uh, with our um. The internet speeds here. I uh, uh, I apologize deeply for it. We weren't having any of this trouble the last couple days. Candy boy. Um, but uh, we are. Uh, I I'm I'm having some lower.
2: Oh, it says it didn't send. Oh, it didn't
0: send. It didn't. Send. Let me
2: get off the Wi-Fi and try to send it.
0: Let's take a let's take just a break here for once. Oh, are you trying to send? Maybe that's what it is actually. Um, let's take a, just a second here. Okay, we'll be uh right back. All right, everybody, I'm pretty sure that fucking uh, pretty sure Steam was downloading something or something. I turned off the other computer and we have. Much, much better KB. Per second, now. we we have much, much higher kilobytes per second. This is about to be smooth, smooth, smooth sailing from this point forward. I want to get all the uh, I want to get all the kinks worked out. Before we get bug main on here, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to have on such a, you know, illustrious, um, I don't want to have on such an infamous broadcaster as bug main, uh, if I don't have everything perfect. Um, so we're going to lose Kate in a couple minutes here, but she wants to, uh, uh, send me some, send me a video on Dropbox that she wants me to play for you guys. But until we, uh, uh, get to that, um, why don't we uh, uh get Wait, into it's something? It's almost else. done. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay.
2: Go to your Dropbox. It's in the folder we shared.
0: Have to log in here. There's
2: actually two photos as well.
0: Okay, great. That's really perfect.
2: Um, this is what well, this is what I like to call the the uh, candy boy corner. Okay. Just so, an update on our candy boy here. So we have um, a, a. So here's a, what happened.
0: We have a candy. So what what's the the folder that you shared it in here?
2: Uh, screenshots.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, go ahead. You can um, tell the story.
2: It's in its own folder in screenshots. Okay, it's right there. Um. So basically, our candy boy here. Uh. He. Uh, he and I went to Walgreens last night. Ironically, to buy toothbrushes. Actually, a toothbrush for myself and some mouthwash. Um. And we're in the checkout aisle, and he does the classic candy boy move, where he gets out of lo- out of the line, and walks into the candy aisle. Um. This is just a little clip that I got last night. Right, Enjoy.
0: Here we go. Oh shit! Hang on. I have to. I have to bring it up for them here. You know what? Let's let's go. Uh, let's go with the the the, the full the full uh, setup here. Let people really see it. So let's play the fucking clip that Kate took. <laughs> All right, everybody. There's the video play it again. Play it again. So is that part of Kate Kate news that I play it again? Yeah,
2: because I, you know you gotta we gotta repeat it in case they didn't catch it the first time. He's saying, "What am I gonna end up getting here? What should I get?" You really got mad, like uh, you actually got mad. Well, no I don't audio like... in the clip, oh,
0: motherfucker? You know what? Damn, it does matter. I am.
2: It does matter. You gotta hear it. Thank you, freaking Frankie.
0: What the fuck?
2: That sucks of you, Candy Boy. Uh,
0: everybody, we're doing it again.
2: Can you hear it Wait, now? What am I gonna end up getting? Yeah. In? I don't know.
0: What should I get?
2: I mean, I don't want candy. Really?
0: You're doing a video. I don't really want that shit. I'm. A- Actually,
2: they they heard kept it that rolling time. after you
0: walked away. Like they, they heard it that time. Yeah. I I don't know. This is an interesting element of uh, uh, this is an interesting element of the show that I don't know how comfortable I am with that uh, uh, now I have uh, uh, you know now that you're you're going to be trying to uh, to catch me, you're trying you're trying to use me for content is what you really are trying to do.
2: I'm actually trying to teach you a lesson about
0: <laughs> what's the lesson you're trying to teach me?
2: It's an important lesson. It's that candy's not good for you. candy boy.
0: It's not good for me.
2: We actually got regular flavored mouthwash. It was Listerine, um, and some folic acid.
0: Well, all mouthwash, all mouthwash, and uh, you know, uh, all mouthwash, and all sorts of like all, every sort of mouth cleaning product has shares DNA with candy. It's
1: like, true, it, I don't know. There's a
0: little bit of sweetness to all that. They don't make like a savory. They don't make a savory. Toothpaste, except for dogs.
2: Yeah, they do. They the like isn't the healthy toothpaste like just tasting like nothing?
0: Yeah, but that's not like they're not like they're, they can't.
2: Here, go to the go to the pictures too. I got pictures. Okay, have the pictures up. This is the these sh- you should make these into the candy boy uh, graphic.
0: Here's uh um, Jack. There's me in the in the aisle. This is when I thought it was just a picture she was taking, so I was you know it's okay with it. I did a smile there. Got my tablet. Uh, listerine no, in his hand. No sponsorship. There's the listerine that we got, everybody. Uh, that's the one that we're doing. But yeah, candy and uh, you know all tooth products share a DNA with candy and sugar. Is another one. It's
2: him actually shopping for candy. That's in action. So what did you end up getting?
0: Um. Well, get for a candy. moment after we filmed, after you were filming me, I said I wasn't going to get anything. Uh, but then I went back and then you uh, you just... immediately went back and got something. Well, I snagged the uh, the caramel MMs.
2: Why'd you say you didn't want to get anything?
0: Because I was mad for a second off of like uh, that you were filming me.
2: That's fair. I was like, What the fuck? are you still mad?
0: No, I don't care. But here, here, I'll play it again. I don't know.
2: I mean, I don't want candy. Really,
0: you're doing a video, I don't really want that. shit. I'm not- there we go, everybody.
2: You're really mad in that clip. That's me. That's the real you. That's you guys me. may think Jack is mad, but this is the real mad Jack.
0: This is what Kate has to live with every day. You made an interesting choice, Kate. <laughs> you made a very interesting choice uh, with me. It's my lifestyle choice. Uh, well, is that it for Kate News? Is that, all that, uh, uh, is that all that we got for today?
2: You know, I don't want to overdo it. I don't okay. want to, you know... I just want to give you the highlights.
0: I think that's perfectly respectable. um,
2: um but I gotta go uh, write a recap of what are you MTV's recapping today? catfish. Catfish? Yeah.
0: Hey everybody, uh uh make sure to check out Kate's recap of uh uh of, of catfish. Make sure to uh check out Kate's recap of uh she's she's gonna be, you know, uh uh doing a summary of all the events that uh uh Neve Shulman got up to this week. Um, famous, famous non-abuser Neve Shulman. Oh my God. Uh, let's, uh, you know, let's, let's pull up the classic, the one that we all know and love. Come on. We know it. Here it is. Neve Shulman from Catfish in his abuse-free oh my God. elevator. I forgot about this. There he is in the abuse-free elevator. Wow. This yeah. is after the, uh. This is after the what is it the when like I think like a football guy like beat up someone in a I an elevator so. right yeah. a woman oh, I don't know So Neve got on uh Yeah where are your recaps what was it Us Weekly?
2: Yeah Us Us Weekly. Us Weekly website. It's on
0: the uh, uh the Trump supporting some Trump supporter yeah. owned Us Weekly <laughs>
2: Don't make me talk about this
0: Okay we won't talk about this that This is my
2: paying job That's
0: good. We all love Us Weekly. It's all good. Neve Schulman, this elevator is abuse free. Yeah. So nice to know that that one is abuse free. Right, yeah. I like also that he's got his like, like Apple store bag and bottled water.
2: Like holding the door open.
0: It was it after salon? I don't think that's true. Leslie. Cause I don't think he came out. But
2: That is the most famous elevator. Abuse. That is
0: the most, uh, uh famous elevator, uh, beat down, but, like it but I, I don't think that it was the salon. Cause <laughs> I don't think that, respect. I don't know if it was that like, uh, uh, I mean I want to look that up actually but uh, I don't think that it was from Okay yeah Kate has got to go Um I-, I want to look that up I want to confirm here um you know this is the Jezebel article Neve Schulman declares his elevator abuse free internet lols So let's see here Um it's a Ray Rice Ray Rice Catfish producer Neve Schulman decided ah oh, okay Leslie no jokes. No jokes on the stream. Can everybody not do any jokes? Leslie was joking about it being the Solange thing. Let's try to keep it joke free here, everybody. This is a this is a serious morning show. It's a serious, serious morning show. Dude, honestly, catfish, you know you don't want to even get me started on catfish. You don't want to even get me talking about Neve Shulman. Old Neve Shulman. Neve Shulman. It's so funny he made that documentary. And it's so clear, it's so obvious that the first half of it is reshot. So clear that he met someone. He and his friends knew that it wasn't really who they said it was. But they thought it would be, like, funny to go, like, film him, like, doing it. And they got interesting footage and found interesting people. Neve's not interesting. Neve and his friends are not interesting. Uh, but they, like, found an interesting family uh, and did a documentary about it randomly. And they're like, oh, this footage is good. Let's go back and, like... uh." pretend let's like shoot a bunch of shit that makes it look like uh we're good guys let's like uh let's make it seem like i was like doing this for the right reasons instead of just because i thought it was like fucked up and funny and weird i want to be a hero for it too i want to be a hero for how uh we made a documentary to like make fun of these people that uh fell in love with me online weird shit neve's a weird fucking guy but the good thing is is that that elevator is abuse free Abuse free elevator. Let's talk for a second here. Uh, um, I got a couple more things before we get Bug Main on the line. This is very exciting entertainment news from the from the uh Pages of Variety. UTA, the talent agency that we all know and love, United Talent Agency, has sold a minority stake to Invest Corp. Uh famous uh uh entertainment uh, uh monolith Invest Corp. Um, You know, we all came up dreaming of someday getting to work for Invest Corp. That's why we do it. That's why we're artists. We want to make some money for Invest Corp. Um, So anyways, UTA uh, uh, was sold about 40% of itself to Invest Corp, Uh, which uh, as far as I can tell is basically, you know, it's uh, they're just like you know like everything they're just packaging companies into things where people can hold their money in them uh but the funny thing about that is that you can now basically think of it as all UTA clients as their own now 40% by Investcorp uh, uh every single UTA client is uh, uh giving 4% of every one of their checks to the Investcorp company go straight straight up to uh Investcorp so Alexandria Dedari um is throwing up four percent to Invest Corp. Edward Norton, Edward Norton, sending it up to Invest Corp. Kate McKinnon, uh, of um, the Spy Who Dumped Me, uh, uh, some of the profits from the Spy Who Dumped Me, going right over to Invest Corp. Very cool, very cool. Uh, Chris Pratt, who we all know, we all know. We all know that he's a Trump guy. We all know it in our hearts already. I'm definitely, like I said yesterday, I'm not going to even make the Photoshop of Chris Pratt wearing the MAGA hat, Pratt in the hat. I'm not going to make the Pratt in a hat Photoshop because of how easy it is to picture, because of how natural and easy it is for everyone to immediately picture Chris Pratt wearing the MAGA hat. Uh, uh, um, Kate Beckinsale, Given up four percent to InvestCorp. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Now uh, an employee, in in part, of InvestCorp. InvestCorp. Elizabeth Bank given up to InvestCorp. You know, a lot of these agencies are getting bought by bigger companies. Agencies and uh uh and management companies are getting bought by bigger companies, which um you know theoretically are the companies that they maybe should uh. Be negotiating against. I mean, you know, maybe not Invest Corp. That's not like a big uh, entertainment monolith. Although I was joking about it, um, you know, uh, uh, like uh, uh, Artists First, Artists First, who uh, used to be Principato Young, who do- they did all the, you know, your various uh uh the you know Paul Shear world of uh, of TV shows. They've been renamed Artists First. They're bought by Barry Diller, Barry Diller's company IAC. So yeah, IAC, the kind of company that would be making stuff, producing things made by the people represented by artists first. They outright own artists first. So, you know, you can look at that as maybe uh maybe they're not gonna be arguing in the best interest of the client when it comes to IAC projects. IAC owns, you know, College Humor and fucking Vimeo and everything like that. Maybe when it comes to, you know, maybe when college humor comes knocking to do uh uh they wanna put together finally they want to finally put together the Jake and Amir movie. You know, you might you might imagine that the artist's first clients will will get first dibs at that and that their clients are going to be pushed really hard to be writing the uh, uh Jake and Amir movie uh and that they maybe will get a good payout for that. I mean, it's all it's all in the family, right? No. Uh you would be surprised by that. You know, at a certain point, it's going to be like all these agencies. You're just like, hell, you're basically like a, a part of a club. You're part of a little club and they like break out little work for you that you don't get paid for. Why would anybody pay you for it? You know, all the companies are talking to each other. And so, you know, one company collects all the creative people who do all the writing and everything like that. One Another company needs people to do writing and stuff like that. So why is it in the interest of the companies that you should get paid well. I mean, the companies actually, it's like smarter for them to be like, let's all like uh, talk behind the scenes and maybe we all get to keep a little more of the money. So, but UTA is now owned by InvestCorp. Everyone is kicking up to the InvestCorp company. That's a a little more hell going on here in Hollywood. Uh, I'm doing a Hollywood hell kind of episode here. And, you know, when we're talking about, can can you think, you know, someone in the chat said, and I agree, it's hard to even think of a, more sort of corporate monolith name than InvestCorp. But I do have one. I do have another one. I have another one that's even more sort of generic corporate. Let's bring it up here. Let's tweet. Core Media. We all know and love Core Media. American Idol. So you think you can dance. Has acquired... Emmy-winning television production company, the Intellectual Property Corporation. Wow. That's so exciting. I am such a big fan of the works of the Intellectual Property Corporation. And for them to find, I mean, honestly, the idea, I mean, who could have thought, you know, when we were kids, you know, everyone talks about like, you know, when we were kids, we never thought we'd get to see fucking, uh. All these Avengers be in a movie that's popular. Oh, if you told me when I was a kid that the Avengers would be in a, a movie together, I'd never believe you. How about this? The meeting of the minds between core media and the intellectual property corporation. Did you really think? Did, did we really think we were going to get to see that in our lifetimes? We are living in amazing times. Can you even imagine? Like, well, of course, they're relaunching as a, a industrial media. Yeah, they're going to be uh, a core media and the Intellectual Property Corporation are finally together as industrial media. I fucking I just can't wait. I cannot wait to see what comes out of industrial media. You know, I just can't wait. Very, very exciting to see what comes out of industrial media. Um, so That's very exciting. Very exciting news for Hollywood. Uh. For all the core media fans, for all the intellectual property corporation fans, uh, they're going to be industrial media now. Um, So very, very exciting times uh, uh, to be a fan and to be a creator in Hollywood. Um, And while we're talking about Hollywood and fans and uh, the people who are fans of stuff in Hollywood, uh, I'd be remiss to not mention a guy. Well, uh, maybe he's a little more than a guy. Uh, Maybe he's a little more than a guy, but I'd be remiss not to mention this person uh, uh, because he's one of the foremost fans, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to writing thousands and thousands and thousands of words uh, about, you know, like movies made by his friends and shit. And, uh, you know, whatever fucking thing is like currently popular or people are currently talking about uh, uh, film critic Hulk, film crit Hulk uh, is on the front lines and. You know, I, I think that we can all learn from him. I think we can all learn from him a little bit, and so that's why I was really excited to see this tweet about his uh, uh, Hollywood journey uh, that he put out just yesterday. See this? This film crit Hulk. Someone asks him in the in the, in his in his uh, mentions in his little mentions there. Um, What's the most fun you've ever had on a film set? They ask. He responds. Ocean's 13. So film critic Hulk, um, who uh, uh, said that uh, capitalism, you know, we need to have. Uh, what was it that he said? He said uh, uh, socialism. We need to have like uh, aggressive capitalism or capitalist watchdogging. We need to have capitalist watchdogging is the way we need to do it in this country. But film critic Hulk learned the most, the most fun he's ever had on a film set. Is uh, on Oceans 13. On Oceans 13. And I was a little like, you know, is this even true? Was Film Crit Hulk even on set for Oceans 13? Is there any way to prove this? So I looked it up. I found some pictures. I found some pictures from set. Uh, and here's a, here's a picture from the making of Oceans 13. Uh, that's legendary film producer Jerry Weintraub. Talking out a scene with George Clooney, of course Brad Pitt, great film. Jerry Weintraub, uh, uh, a super producer. See him there wearing a lanyard, very nice uh, watch and everything. Um, so I looked, I tried to find these pictures. I went through all the uh, press photos of behind the scenes of uh, Ocean's Thirteen, and I was able to find this original uncropped photo that does prove that Film Crit Hulk was on set. Everyone, have a look. There it is, everybody. You can catch him right there in the background film crit hulk was there while george clooney and uh brad pitt were were talking out the scene we're talking out what they were going to be doing in oceans 13 you can see right there in the back uh we are confirming that film crit hulk was there and i know that it's film crit hulk if everyone you know, i have it on the larger one here everyone should just uh to just look, look really closely there and uh, we can tell that it is uh, a film grit Hulk because he's got the glasses on. That's not regular Hulk. This is the smart Hulk. This is the smart film knowledgeable Hulk who wears thick glasses. Who wears little, little thick rimmed glasses. So uh, um, there he is. There he is in the back of Ocean 13. and He's having fun. Although it does look like he's learning a lot watching the interaction between these mega stars and this mega producer. You know. This is the kind of stuff this is the kind of a, a insider look that um, he would bring to his later works, like the sixteen outland word uh, piece about
1: fucking last Jedi, Seven so cam.
0: You know it's fucking good. That's good coffee. Getting a little cold though. Break pretty soon. We're having bug main. Bug main is coming up. I know people in the chat are uh, asking about bug main, and they uh, uh, they're ready for bug main to be here. Me too. We're gonna get them on the line before too long. after the show. Uh, Let's look at what else we have going on. What else do we have going on here? Uh-oh, the audio is a little skittle scatterly again? Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Uh, I don't know why.
0: Let's see. Let me see if I can well, you know. Brutal. Uh the audio is crackly. Okay. I am a gummy guy. I do like gummies. Let's turn off uh Kate's mic and see if that does, does this help. Does this help at all, anybody? Audio is bad now. All right, let's take a little break. The fuck? I don't understand. I, you know what? This is just uh, bizarre. There we go. Everyone, the audio. Okay, I don't fucking know. I don't know if it's better or not. I am trying my best. We're trying our best here. It is uh hard to do a show like this to be honest with you. Well, I want to make sure the audio is good before we it comes and goes. Let's see here. What's the audio input capture looking like? God damn it. Well, let me take a break here. Let me take a, a, a short break. I'll be right back. We are going to be coming back with Bug before too long. everybody. All right. Uh, we're going to still take a break. I know we're just back from a break, but I think the audio is good. I just wanted to uh, uh, quickly read out uh, the donations that we've gotten uh, before we take a quick break, make, make some coffee and uh, get bug main on the line. Who's excited? Uh, let's see here uh, uh, yesterday. Are you fucking kidding me? Audio's not good. In what way? In what way is it not good? All right. Maybe I need to like uh the stand. Kate, I can hear me in the background. I can hear you watching me on the fucking thing. Okay. Um I think it does. I think it does have to do with distance from the mic. I'm doing better now. I'm trying my absolutely best my best here. Um so uh, uh 15 hours ago, we had a uh, donation from uh Rough Drafter. Is it really bad? God damn it. Um sounds like I'm talking to a fan. Uh ba 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 ba. Really? I wonder where where, where that's coming from. Is this uh Okay. Uh let me take a let me take a quick break. Uh I'll shout out the uh I'll shout out the uh uh donors in a little bit. I'm gonna get this fixed and we'll be right back with bug name. All right,
1: one second here. Okay. Okay, here we go. Hello.
0: Right everybody. Uh hello. Can we okay, what the fuck, okay, we can hear me. We're back. We're back, everybody. We're back. People in the chat are looking at uh, uh Oh yeah, that shit is fucked up. The kid, the uh the Mighty Ducks kid, the meth kid who took uh you know, they they have his they have his mugshot. It's fucking Just it's really sad. Really, really sad. Really sad really sad we live in hell a lot of people are addicted to drugs uh more and more these days uh this country is becoming addicted to drugs addicted to drugs all right um you know, this country's falling apart uh, um let's bring on my guest we all know everybody knows who this guy is but nobody knows who this guy is he's been up to all sorts of bullshit he does uh bug main tv i've been hearing all about uh uh some fucking, some kind of bug con, and apparently now he, uh, uh, owns, um, MoviePass or something? Let's try to get to the bottom of all of it. Welcome, everybody. Bug main.
1: <coughs> okay. Yep.
3: Morning, Bug. How, are we, how are we doing? Buzz, buzz, buzz. Pudding sauce. Um, give yep. him the claw Give him the claw This yep. is me, the bug main uh, um, Live in five um, Buzz, buzz, buzz Putty, putty, putty I love the putty I put the putty sauce sure. in my mouth Okay In my mouth I put the putty sauce Buzz, 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 buzz. Give them the claw Pinch, pinch, pinch All right um, Bug so nation, it- owner of the movie pass Buzz, buzz, buzz Buzz, buzz, Aziz. <laughs>
0: I'm wearing the disease. I'm wearing the disease hat right now. And in, uh, in honor soldier.
3: of uh... you are a soldier, Jack. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I am. I don't really get it. I'm not sure if I understand fully uh, everything that goes on well, in uh, me, uh bug main something. world.
3: People think people. Uh, this is how, you know, the bug main uh, current owner of movie pass um, yeah. DM bug main TV. Your, your, your best, uh, movie. I heard So is pre- that the
0: real what? Is that the real account by the way? Which which one's your real account? Because there's, I, I there's sometimes many,
3: uh, uh I, I've told people this there's many I spoke about this on the last doughboys. There's many different accounts and yeah. many different bugs that buzz 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 around. You even wearing the Baziz hat almost makes you part of the a uh, uh, a part bug the way we are 160 oh, wow souls as I as you all know.
0: Um, I don't know. I, I I've heard this theory from you. I, I don't endorse the uh, the one sixteenth soul theory. Well, it's because, interesting
3: because there's just an there's a set amount of souls, and population is rising in an exponential amount. And if you notice, there's a lot of people that are kind yeah. of just the same as other people in our movies and I'm that's because it's one is this this
0: Scientology is this is this a Scientology idea the idea that there's a finite amount of souls
3: um then that means that I naturally um put I put all the religion's best ideas into one synthesized it's like if if um esperanto was a success and only for religion
0: (laughs) you're you're doing a unitarian you're doing like a unitarianism for cults right
3: yes if if uh, yes a unitarian um um successful religious version of esperanto so if i naturally yeah factored that belief in just because it's true it doesn't mean that they're yeah. That I you know we I stole it from them it's because they got one thing right, right. wouldn't wouldn't all the religions get one thing right? Right. You got to
0: figure Scientology like uh uh did I mean we can't deny. We cannot deny. You know after seeing Mission Impossible that there are things that work about Scientology. I mean this is a man this is a man who's nearly 60 doing the things that we saw on that screen. So yeah. so Something's working. Well, Something's he working
3: there. he is he is their Olympian. Like if if Scientology got to send an Olympic a- athlete um, into our lives, it would be Tom Cruise. He's the best. He, they give him the best. They're never going to let him ever leave again. During the time that he did briefly stray away, was in the nineties, ninety seven through ninety nine. He made Eyes Wide Shut, Magnolia. His best movies right. were all done when he when he his best dramas. But as far as now, what they found is a whole where they've created a man who believes in himself so much, almost again similar to the Buglings and the Bug cults. I'm not hating. I hate on Scientology, their discrimination, their yeah. you know free press, and shutting down actual articles about yeah. their. Be- yeah. Take all no, of we, that we, away, we but we, they- we stand
0: against. You know, we do stand against some of the excesses. Yes. Yeah of uh, yes. the faith of psychology, exactly. we, we, we also have to recognize their successes.
3: But obviously, th- when they put all their resources into one person, they've created an alien, a man that is better than a man. He is the right. king of they, of body and mind, apparently.
0: They created Xenu on Earth. They created a, a Xenu on Earth uh, that it, we can all instead, uh, instead uh, of, enjoy.
3: Instead of having to download their... There, um a, we have to download a chris Hemmingsworth and a pratt and a christian a christian christiansworth Tr- into our computers and put a digital suit on them what they did sure. is they had him stare at a picture of xenu or whatever long enough and he naturally in our own simulation created a cgi suit around himself we didn't they t- they right. looked at Marvel and they one up them with magic with Earth simulation right. magic.
0: By by actually doing things here in in real life in uh, what you consider yes, you could uh, say it is
3: it, me. It's the same with my nine eleven. There, you could say that it's it's maybe it's both the literal of what I just said of instead of downloading and they put the digital suit, but also in a very. Still kind of literal, but more metaphorical of that, that of creativity that they know they could do so much in the computer and have so little to work with with these actors that they purposely underpaid because they're shit and they're right. just nothing that they leave Well, into. not because
0: they're shit, but because they're, you know, Ike Perlmuter is like, you know, trying to get them locked into like lifelong contracts, yes. you know, which is now new, which is, you know, the new uh, uh talent that he's bringing to our our Veterans Affairs. That's very cool.
3: Yes, and and so they they are he is the veteran and so they are one upping. They look at that and then they go, "Well, we have Tom Cruise, the opposite of a guy that is you know, just not contributing, and he is a movie star that produces all of his movies and thinks about all of his characters. And now, instead of CG, we are going to prey on him, prey the suit around him. They are doing the exact one-up opposite. The only problem is it's using the entire resources of an excessive and occasionally scary, dangerous cult to just do it for one person. The second person that apparently is even higher than Tom Cruise in there, but is just I guess now more of a clown, is um, someone under contract, frankly with me, Buzz 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 the Bugman, John Travolta, yeah. who is yeah, uh, yeah. currently starring in the movie Passes Gaudy. Um,
0: yeah. And you guys and- have him locked in over there at Movie Pass to a pretty uh, uh, extensive contract, right? So so I I mean I'm I'm joking a little bit, but but what the fuck is with this? Like you bought movie pass or you have twenty percent is this like pass, real? Do you actually Movie
3: Pass it 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 turned into the Simpsons joke of the toilet paper stock and I bought I bought it all. I own it now. So if I yeah. end up releasing You own it? The, the the it might I might own so much of it because the stock is so worthless at this point, but I could care less because I have a vision that I'm going to achieve of of, yeah. of a Miramax Movie Pass joint uh, 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 a joint venture release of Main Begins, and I think that which is my film. Ah. It's on IMDb, so you know it's real. Um, and, <laughs> and and you. I check thought films it. became real
0: when they got a when they got an announcement in Deadline.
3: Yes, you could check it. Um, it's in Deadline and IMDb. And it's real, so it's you know, it's a real movie. And now, my, my vision is to wow, I've I told people this you can summon and manipulate things in a simulation. I've done it for my own personal gain, and now yes. I like Joel Osteen of Bug. Yeah, I'm the Joel, Osteen. you kind of are a
0: Joel Osteen, you're an Osteen type. Yeah,
3: I'm an Osteen, I'm an Osteen, Osteen, I'm Osteen.
0: Yeah, we got Osteen on the line,
3: everybody. I'm Osteen.
0: So, so bug, bug, you got a lot of uh, uh, you got a lot of uh, uh, pans in the fire. You really do. You well, have a lot of things going on. In,
3: in the, with the teachings of the bug, the simulation, you can manipulate your surroundings to benefit right. you. I did it for personal use. I, you know, with women, with with riding my dream hoverboards. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I I manipulated the scenario by, by almost like the secret. The secret is another religion that I took a piece of yeah. and put into my yeah. Esperanto. Of another life.
0: cult leader. You're 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 also kind of an Oprah. You're an Oprah type of, an a op- little bit as open, well, like right? The
3: secret. See, I'm I'm trying to make yeah. it all into one under the silly bug. You know, under the bug. The bug yeah. is also as arbitrary as a cross or a star. The a whatever. It's as God. arbitrary as anything. It's a bug. It's a, we see bugs more than we see natural stars or, or crosses or, yeah. or anything. We see bugs everywhere. <laughs> it can represent anything.
0: So is this? Is this? Are we? Are we? Are we getting here to what the secret ideology is behind there the is, whole thing? No, bug there's name no hearing. Thing?
3: There's no hearing. You could just do it. When you do it, you do it. So I did it with. I go. Okay, the movies will be released. Buy movie pass. Yeah, and guess what? Okay. It's closer to that happening than it was when I thought of it. So that's that's the secret. That's the magic.
0: But you also went out there and bought movie
3: pass. You, you know what I mean? That. So it's that's like that's what Trump did. You go, oh, I want to be president. I'll buy. The pr- I'll do whatever but, but I want. You have this.
0: You have this. You have this fucking like. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know where like. But you have this, like, money for, for Bugmain TV, right? And so it's like, you know, it's so much easier to believe in the secret or believe in the simulation or something when, you know, you're working with as much capital as, as, well, as Bugmain LLC seems to have. How
3: do you LLC get capital, Jack? Right. How do I don't you know. You tell capital. me. You secret uh-huh. the capital, Jack.
0: Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> you gotta Osteen you so, uh, <laughs> the capital first. Yeah. Then. I mean.
0: It all comes.
1: Damn.
0: <laughs> so what's the plan? I know you're. I know you're releasing Main begins. Uh, oh yeah. With Movie also, can I
3: also say that I I was listening to your show. Oh, thank you. As I do every morning, Bugmain listens to Jack A.M. every morning. Wow. Every morning. Wow. Like, I, you're my fox and friends. Yeah. <laughs> you're. Bug this is Mane's the only way to fox talk to Bugmane.
0: This is the only way to get things across. So if people, like, want to, you know, move bug main, if they want bug main to uh, uh, feel something, you have to come to me first. Yes. I'm the fox and friends to bug me.
3: Well, but sometimes I'm, like, I am I also, I, I base everything I do on Joel Osteen and, and Oprah and Trump, and I've synthesized all of it. So maybe one time I won't do something that you want me to do. That's the whole point of it. So you can't right. rely on that. That's the magic right. of chaos. Right. Anyway, I was watching right, as it as I do, and you mentioned the kid from Mighty Ducks. Um, yeah. Now I can give a shit about that guy or whatever. He's some drug addict, but he was also well, he was also in. We heavyweight. should we should be nice. He was also yeah okay. He, he's in heavyweights. Do you remember heavyweights?
0: <laughs> I do. I do remember. That's a Judd Apatow classic. Yes. It's yes. A classic from Judd Apatow. Maybe
3: the only funny Oof, thing you know. that Judd Apatow's ever written. Oh, that's and uh, bug me says you, it all sure. baby ha, ha. <laughs> um okay <laughs> so the the thing i have a brand new phantom menace commentary about to drop
1: wow now
3: this is wow. a dvd a dvd of of regular phantom menace without anyone talking over it because you need that in your life and a okay. commentary track of me and Franklin the Resonator Lombardo, my best friend and confidant okay. from childhood, yeah. discussing... Pillow Talks.
0: Pillow Talks, uh, 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 Franklin Reson- Resonator Lombardo.
3: The what? Which is
0: just, we're shouting out Pillow Talk. Oh, he yeah. does the Pillow podcast Talk. Pillow yes. Talk.
3: Pillow Talk? Yeah. And um, so I, we recorded on, on that DVD that's going to come out that I recommend everyone purchase... I came out with the revelation that the only thing that George Lucas ever stole that was ever derivative of, because his imagination is boundless and he's, you know, the the comes up with all the best ideas in an era of Uh, genius,
0: a modern genius. Yeah, in the
3: modern era of J.J. Abrams trying to ruin childhood for everyone, he was a man Man. that thought the only thing that he took from anything was the way that Anakin wins the pod race is exactly the same way the main kid wins the go kart race at the end of heavyweights, which very clearly came <laughs> out before and was made before episode one. And given the kid that George's own kid's age, he definitely watched that movie, and he definitely <laughs> lifted the way that, that Anakin wins the pod, the pod race from heavyweights. If you watch it, it's the exact same way. He goes over a ledge. He goes up. He breaks a, through a gate. It goes on a ridge his cart goes up, the bad guy looks back, thinks that he lost them, and then he lands in front of him. Is the exact same, the only thing that George Lucas ever stole from anybody.
0: So the only time, well, I mean, he also stole the, the hero's journey from Joseph Campbell, but the two I mean, people well, in that... Some uh, uh, he,
3: in some ways, he was a contemporary, I mean, even though it came out before George, he was very much a, 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 a later kind of contemporary of Joseph Campbell, so it, it, he kind of... Sure. It, it You know, it, you know, it, it would be like if he met up with Judd Apatow to discuss how to win races after the fact, maybe, <laughs> I would maybe give him more credit for being kind of on, on even keel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Noted race race expert uh, uh, Judd Apatow, who shot one of the, the greatest choreographed races and spot- uh, no, fired yeah, in, in, one in of the evidence. greatest
3: races of film history.
0: That's true. Yeah, the 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 uh, the 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 pod race inspired by the chariot races in Ben Hur, and the climax of uh, uh, heavyweights—you've heard it here first. Uh, this is Bugmain. We got Bugmain on the line. Hey, Bug, uh, you got a lot of bullshit going on. There's all sorts. Of, I follow Bugmain Twitter. Uh, it's a lot. There's a lot going on on Bugmain Twitter, so it's very hard to well, keep up Bugman with. Well, uh, Bugmain uh, Twitter
3: is 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 its own internet. It's a bios biosphere. It's a biodome yeah. of its own internet. That, yeah. That only you know, we we're, got, creating, I... we're creating the biosphere only of the truth. So yeah. you understand once you're in there, it's open for all, obviously, but once you're in there, you can understand yeah. it has its own memes, its own opinions, its own uh, right. movie stars and people that are focused <laughs> on more than others. It's its own internet that only exists within right. that. It's not just a catchphrase. Yeah. We are now growing uh, our, our our own Petri dish of an internet. Very nice. Now that reality is 51% um, in the internet and 49% right. in what we used to call reality. Um, the meat
0: space. The meat space. That
3: some people call the meat space. Now that they're doing that, why would I build a biosphere to see if we can live on Mars out here when I want to build a biosphere in the Internet to see I c- if I can live on Internet right. Mars, which is more important than this Mars.
0: There's already a new frontier. There's already a new frontier for us to colonize and for us to, uh, uh, you know, to explore. Uh, it just lives in our phones and in the computers that we have in important. our homes. But I, what I wanted to ask you... And yeah, also, I, wa- I wanted to ask you, though... What don't
3: realize is that the mutants, while we were watching the mutants of yeah. our films, of our Black Panthers and our Marvels and our X-Men, that there were actually yeah. superheroes in the computer doing anything they want to do, going from country yeah. to co- bank account, to country, to country to country, to booking this, to moving that, to doing this. People doing that yeah. nonstop. Only now are we starting to understand that they could have like manipulated our world, not just now at this election. They could have actually done it years ago. Years ago, yeah. years ago, and we're only now finding out the way that we're finding out about Me Too's. But years ago, they already did all this other yeah. stuff that we're going to find out. It's going to be great. Well,
0: well, I mean, you know, the, what, what happened during the presidential election um, is basically what has been like what has been the business model for the internet for a very long time it 's like you micro target people based on the information that you 've bought in a package from facebook or google or whatever uh but instead of just trying to market products to them that they might like now you instead are trying to uh drive them to support the product uh, that they will like and so the way that that you know takes form in a presidential election is you uh Start putting out ads that are like uh, uh, Hillary Clinton does uh, uh, pedophilia in Pizzagate and shit like that, you know. But this is the same way they're selling fucking soap to us or trying to sell us algorithm-written shirts and stuff. Uh, uh, Well, here's the the whole business model of the Internet. Yeah,
3: it used to be that Pepsi and Coca-Cola and these giant corporations would, and journalism, frankly, would all just listen to the government. That's why you never knew about JFK's affairs, and we would use bottling plants as CIA right. headquarters because we they would let Coca-Cola into a country before they would let a, an army base into a country. So they were right. all under – okay, so then these guys invented the new world in Silicon Valley. These guys, Bill Gates' and Jobs' and all these people, they invented a new world. They were C- Christopher Columbus. They found a portal like in Simpsons fucking freehouse house of Horror. They found a portal – and then they it, like Tron, and they they fucking they went into it first without telling the government, and they set it all up first and made all the stuff happen first. It wasn't Coca Cola; they had to do it. They while they were doing that, um, then that's when Watergate happened. The first people to really just question, go after the president, not just listen to the White House telling them what to do. All of these guys broke all of these norms in the past which seemed good that are now completely um were used at some point like everything for greed even uh, uh, a a female movement or pe- any movement can be used if human nature is more innately greedy well, than it is anything else so they will just use it for for evil and now we're in this yep. entirely current situation that we find ourselves in
0: well, look, I mean, I, I you know, uh, uh, if we're going to get into, you know, uh, uh, you know what, maybe we shouldn't, but like, you know, the the sort of co-opting of identity politics for uh, marketing and stuff like that, I do think is ugly. Uh, I don't think that the I don't think it's bad to like have these themes in films or anything like that. And I do think representation is more important than yes. everything. But I do think that the marketing departments of products and of films uh, uh, get their grip, get their, you know, uh, grubby little mitts on some of these ideas. And I do think some of these ideas uh, are a little more important, uh, uh, and we should treat them a little more important than just as tools to advertise uh, a, a film.
3: Well, also, I think that at the end of the day, people didn't see Solo. People, you can yeah. leave it up to the people. You don't have to go into the Internet first, Internet people, and mess around. You don't have to rig the elections or Trump's or whatever, JFK's dad who rigged the election also for JFK to win in Chicago and the mob boxes. You don't have to do those things. Actually, at the end of the day, you can trust people to do it if you just set the right rules and the right pathway well, in but, place. But, that, but you're talking about,
0: you're talking about, like, you know, democratic control overall. I mean, like, that's really like, you know, the Internet, what's happening on the Internet is, is, is what happened in real life already as well. I mean, this idea... That, you know, the the Internet is uh, democratic and that it's, you know, every idea can just sort of contend on its own and the greatest rise to the top and everything like that. It's just really not the case anymore. Like just as in life, uh, the Internet has now become this place where there's an appearance uh, of democratic control. But really, it's all filtered through, like, four companies that actually uh, uh, have the control. I mean, you know, it, it is weird. I mean, I do think that, like, it would be better if we decentralize the Internet a little bit. Uh, I, I think it would be good, for example, if we were using more websites every day than, like, people had TV channels um in the 1950s you know we should be using more than like four websites uh uh in
3: total yes that's that's kind of a greater argument that i've discussed with you before but that's also the 50 that's why it's so important it did switch the reality switch 51 percent is in the internet now and 49 percent yeah is out here just switch that's just the fact of the matter
0: if there was a if there was a sign up if like there was like a we could sign up to go live in the matrix. I definitely would do it. Well, that's I think also a lot of in people the matrix, would do
3: it inside the matrix. Yes, I know. They actually are in like matrix, actually four out of five people. Of course, they're already doing it right now. I mean, I compl- of course, we're all going to go in there. But see, as far as letting things naturally happen, that's what I'm saying is with just in movie terms with the you know, um, co opting and cynical you know, casting of you know, diversity and all this stuff. Like I was watching. A I don't
0: ba- know about casting. I think I think utilizing it uh, uh, to market things is is where things <laughs> yeah, get fucked remarkable. up. But that's I, just my opinion. I'm just
3: saying, even in bad, even in jobs, I'm just saying that it's always anything good is like anything cool and good will be corrupted by like losers, no matter what. I'm saying that yeah. the way that it should be happening is entirely democratic and arbitrary. Like I was watching a baseball documentary and the pirates. The Pittsburgh Pirates in the 70s, at one point, they realized halfway through a game that this was the first time that everyone on the field, the starting nine for any baseball team ever, or any professional sports team in America, was all black. And they didn't realize Mm -hmm. it, that the manager didn't do it on purpose. He just was like, oh,
1: whatever.
3: And whoa. and the, the players didn't realize it either until halfway through the game. And then the reporters out there were like, This was like this historic moment, like and they were like, Right. Well, it was just the best players. Um that's a naturally occur- arbitrary. arbitrary. Right. it's not all we, we it's have not we have a uh, girls uh... it's not all girls oceans movie and then and because it was the yeah. guys and it's not it's not an after school special where every one of my Marvel's Avengers. There's a one in the wheelchair. There's the black one. There's the redhead one. It's like an after-school special. <laughs> like, the,
0: uh, like the, like the, uh, like the, the uh, Captain Planet kids or something. but
3: yes, Now everything is that. It has to be arbitrary. It's like, why not? Okay, half of them. Who cares? it It doesn't
0: have to matter that that's my thing that's my thing with all this is that it does feel cynical and a little bit hollow like when it is done like i do think it's actually important to get more perspectives in film and i think it's important to get uh uh, you know underrepresented people into movies and everything like that but you know i do think that there is now a uh uh, there's like a there's like a a a race to pat yourself on the back for doing it it. it, you you know what i mean
3: you know it's bad when the far right and the far left actually agree on something is this puritanical censorship. So not only is wow. is, is everything happening where it looks like an after school special, now everything is an after school special at the same exact right. time. Like when you see a movie like Moonlight, I'm like, watch Ali, Fear Eats the Soul <laughs> by Rainier Fassbender. Watch that film made in the 70s. And then watch no Moonlight, Moonlight and tell yourself that yeah. one is cutting yeah. edge and one's not. I mean, Jesus Christ. So these yeah. things.
0: Well, there is a there is a, and I again I also think this is part of the marketing department. But there is a, you know, we are in this generation trying to steal the valor of being the first to do everything. Like they're like you know we get this thing where it's like finally that's like every, a, a, every a, a, a movie like but Moonlight but that's like losers like, of yeah.
3: every generation. That's every generation. Things are so yeah. special. And they don't. But this generation more than others, simply because they don't have time to look back because they're being attacked every day with new content and an unlimited amount of new content that they aren't looking back. It's not like in in the 70s it would be something like you should have read your history books about the Civil War. Now it's literally like you should have watched The Godfather if you would like it. Just like everything else is exponentially happening at a fast rate, movies and film yeah. and things from the 70s that we already discovered from the seventies is like a guy in the eighteen hundreds not knowing about uh, the Renaissance. It's like it's that. But, but, but bug wouldn't getting.
0: wouldn't. But bug wouldn't you say that it's all because everything before nine uh, eleven, uh, as I understand it. Uh, uh, didn't happen, and everything since then, uh, uh, you believe, is uh, uh, just sort of pieced together. What is is that? Jesus. Hello? Bug? Okay. That's it for Bug, everybody. Uh, We got no more Bug. It's quite the appearance. That was quite the appearance from Bugmain. Wide-ranging, wide-ranging conversation. He told me he was going to just disconnect at some point. But uh, what a conversation. Nice to talk with Bugman again, everybody. There's a couple more things I wanted to ask him about, but uh, no more Bug. He decided he's not going to be on the show any longer. Well, we know he's out there listening. We know he's out there because he's a fan. He uh, announced on the show that he listens to the show every day. Um, let's take a quick break. I'll be right back. i got a couple more uh, things. Uh... I do anything, uh, when we were on break before, uh, I had bug main on, I, I, I accidentally brought up the video for a moment and, uh, I want to make sure that that's not, you know, everyone in the chat, if anybody saw that, please let me know if that was a, uh, you know, if I did anything embarrassing or, you know, if I, you know, I had my shirt up or something like that, you know, that's not, that's not, that's where no, streamer no morning a you know, broadcaster I'm a broadcaster I'm not just some streamer I'm not uh well not that streamers are lowly or anything like that I love streamers I love streams I actually think you know what we're doing here is the future everybody I went at a meeting at a uh, production company a couple weeks ago uh, they're nice guys and they want to like do stuff with me and everything which is great um, their big concern is that nobody uh, on the planet is buying mid-budget comedy. The type of comedy that uh, uh, I do, that my friends do, uh, has no home. Nobody wants it. Nobody likes it. Um, so this is the unavoidable future for uh, for comedy, for the kind of comedy I do, for the kind of comedy that uh, me and my friends do. Uh, we just got to get out there and start putting it out there. The way it is now, it used to be, Come up with a good idea, get support of a company, and uh, you know, work to put that idea out, and you know, get a uh, marketing department to help build up, uh, you know, hype for it, and get people uh, watching everything like that. Now, what you're supposed to do, what you're expected to do, build an audience yourself. You have to come with the audience, build up an audience. That's the that's the prerequisite at this point. What used to be the uh, uh, the purview of uh, highly paid marketing firms um, and you know people who do this for a living is now uh, uh, that's on us you have to you know there are more bootstraps than ever that we this is what an opportunity what an opportunity for us to have all these extra bootstraps that we can pull ourselves up on I am I appreciate it you know what I mean like before it was like man like it's hard to, like, get something pitched and everything like that. Uh, but if I just pull on those bootstraps tightly enough, those those single pair of bootstraps, then maybe I'll, uh, I'll get over on it. Now, there's bootstraps galore. There's bootstraps as far as the eye can see. There's no shortage of bootstraps that you can just reach out and you'll find a bootstrap. Just reach out and start pulling, you know? Used to be, you know, uh, uh, that there were... Structures in which uh, uh, people and careers would work under. Um, and there was some, you know, expectation, and maybe even the industries were designed a little bit so that people could uh, uh, reasonably expect to uh, uh, have a lifestyle, uh, be, you know, if they worked full time at a career. Now, that applies to, to drivers, to taxi drivers, uh, as much as it applies to uh, people who do writing and entertainment. In Hollywood as well We need to bring the audiences now We need to get the audience And we need to cultivate the audience And we need to bring it into a room We need to say You know this show is going to be popular And they're like we're not so sure Is it going to be popular And you need to say Look upon what I show you It already is popular You don't even have to take a risk All of this is about risk management for, uh, uh, For middle managers College people who went to good colleges and Red Saved the Cat and shit. People that don't want to get fired. For them, it's a uh, it's it's better to to never do anything. If you never do anything, there's no chance that you'll ever get fired. And you can keep collecting your salary. Keep collecting your uh, weekly paycheck, even if everyone in your orbit never collects any money for And In fact, that's better. It's better if you can uh, get it set up. So that nobody in your orbit ever collects any money ever. And speaking of losing money and speaking of money, look at this. Hot off the presses. This is from an hour ago. This went live on Spin. James Corden says that Kanye West's last-minute carpool karaoke cancellation, this cost his show $45,000. Oh, my God. Kanye West. Kanye West maybe has finally gone too far now. You know, everyone's always mad at Kanye West, but for him to have the gall to cost the late, late show money for them wanting to do a bit, you know, with his face, they lost $45,000 on this. Because Kanye West couldn't be professional enough to show up and sit in a little car with James Corden and sing his songs on GoPro? $45,000. $45,000 was lost. You know? That's like, a, a, you know, that's that could pay for like half of the salary of one of the writer's assistants that uh, James Corden wants to hire onto his show. This How the fuck, by the way, does carpool karaoke cost what does it cost to put two fucking GoPros in whatever car you're advertising this week how much could it possibly cost to put a couple GoPros in a fucking uh uh in a Nissan and drive around I'm sorry even if you're putting up lighting someone's embezzling here someone is embezzling here whoever the GoPro guy is or whatever you know what it is on these union shows, I, this is, this is be, I bet, what it is. On these union shows, you need a Teamster to do the driving. And I think that's great, actually. I love the Teamsters. I love the Teamsters. I love that they have, you know, they do a fucking good job, too. You get a Teamster driving you, and that's a smooth ride. These people know what the fuck they're doing. And I also love that the Teamsters came up with, like, the mob and shit. We need to, all the entertainment unions in Hollywood, this is the take. This is the 9 a.m. take. This is the 9 a.m. take we got here. We got the 9 a.m. take. All the Hollywood entertainment unions need to form alliances with whatever mafias still exist. We really do. We really do. We need uh, that's what the Teamsters did, and they are the strongest fucking union on the planet. You cannot do anything without a Teamster, and I, that's the way it should be, actually. That's the way it should be, anyway. But, anyways, I bet this uh carpool karaoke's costing forty five grand because uh, Corden has probably joined the Teamsters. And gets a Teamster raid for driving uh uh the the modern family people around to sing fucking uh sing I don't fucking know. I I, I can't handle this shit. This is not comedy. I, I swear to god, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this is not a comedy show. The James Corden show is not a comedy show. This is a fucking this is like and, and the fact that this is what we're making on television and that these are, you know, expensive and popular bits, it's no fucking secret why these are popular bits. It's because you're putting a popular song with a popular celebrity and putting it online. Wow. What a brilliant idea. What a unique and wonderful idea. That the, the the brilliant minds behind the Late Late Show came up with, you know. Maybe people will find it popular if we take faces they recognize and make them sing songs they recognize. And you know what would be the best part of all? What if it it's, it looks like shit and it's super cheap? What if it's really shitty and cheap looking, but we have the songs that people know and the faces that people know? You know, 420 Buzz is asking in the chat how many writers were assigned to each carpool karaoke segment. Well, I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. But I'll tell you one thing. If there were any writers uh, uh, assigned to the carpool karaoke segment, they definitely are not getting it created by credit on the Apple TV show that it spun off to. I wonder even if you created uh, carpool karaoke. What a fucking creation that is. How wonderful to come up with an alliteration. But if you created, if you were a staffer who created carpool karaoke under the auspices of the late, late show, they don't necessarily even have to give you a created by credit. They don't have to. Because on talk shows, you know, on on, 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 on dramatic shows, on dramatic 40-minute shows, there's a sole writing credit on the episode. And so if they do a spinoff of it, the person who wrote that episode Gets it created by credit. Not so on the talk shows. Not so on the talk shows. When all these talk shows come up with wonderful, hilarious bits like um, singing a song or uh, I don't fucking know. What is that? The lip syncing. Lip syncing to a song. Like when you come up with like a brilliant and fucking hilarious idea like lip syncing to a song or singing a song and then that gets spun off to a television show, you know, when lip sync battle becomes a TV show, when fucking carpool karaoke becomes a TV show or when uh uh the masturbating bear gets a show on crackle. It's not guaranteed, it's not in it's not required. It's not required that the uh uh writer at the late night show gets credit or money or anything uh it'd be nice maybe through the largesse of the uh, uh wonderful hosts and producers they might through the largess uh, uh through their largesse bestow upon writers they might bestow upon them the wonderful opportunity to be employed they might uh, um you know hold uh, uh they might be willing to give out this thing which they hold so dearly and uh you know expect uh uh you know, to be to be treated as though it's a, a wonderful, wonderful gift, the the fact that you um are employed by them. If you're lucky, they may bestow that gift upon you. If you created the idea that they end up in going to sell to deep cable. Our entertainment landscape is dire. Really bad out there, everybody. Really, really bad out there. Uh, really, really bad out there. Bad for writers, bad for creators, and bad for content. We have really bad shows. We're doing really bad shows. We're doing really bad shows here in the golden age of television. What a fucking... How, what hubris. What hubris to say that this is the golden age of television. The golden age of television. We're in the golden age of television because uh, digital cameras now look like Kind of like movie cameras. If you do enough, if you do enough uh, After Effects filters, it like uh, vaguely resembles a film. Yeah, that's Prestige TV. Prestige TV. Prestige TV is shown in anime. Let's take down uh, Gordon here. Prestige TV has a lot of the same fucking gimmicks that they do in shown in animes. They do. They do. You know, I watch this fucking I watch uh, The Handmaid's Tale and I swear more than Dragon Ball Z, more than fucking uh, uh One Piece. There are just shots of people like immobile, not moving, like thinking long, long shots. The music rah, in the background were kill in time, wholesale murdering time. Uh, And it's for the same reason that shounen animes uh, draw out the uh, uh, time is that they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And they're just trying to get enough episodes out of this. They're trying to get a lot of TV out of this with not that much plot. You talk about these mini writers room. You talk about these mini writers rooms where they break the entire plot of a of a series like in a week with three people. When you do that, you end up with the amount of plot that we get on these these prestige shows. These prestige shows—it's so easy. The the gimmicks, the 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 shortcuts you get to do to be prestige, because you know you're shooting on a red cam and you bought it, and you know you have a good fucking uh, you have a good set of lenses. The amount of shortcuts that you get away with, the things that people put up with, that actually hail you as brilliant, hail you as a bri- as brilliant auteurs creating. Not just good entertainment, but the golden age, the greatest of all entertainment. You get to do these shortcuts, you get to just linger on people's faces as they frown. You get to make it up as you go along. You don't have to do plot. You know, I'm watching Next Generation, I'm a Trekkie now. I am a Trekkie, proudly a Trekkie. No good. No good to uh, be a Star Wars fan anymore, so I am a Trekkie now and I'm watching Next Generation and I'm watching these old Star Trek shows and you know what's very interesting about it what a wonderful thing you know in 40 minutes of television you can tell a complete story it's crazy I mean you know they were in the 1990s using 40 minutes to tell a story that had a beginning that you could follow that you know started in some way had a middle that there were complications There were, you know, uh, uh, things that happened in the story. And then usually there's a conclusion, a resolution at the end of the story. It's really it's really something else. The fact that these people were able to do that even in four in 44 minutes. In, In 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 just 44 minutes, they were able to tell a complete story. Wow. I mean, you know, you look at Handmaid's Tale, you look at Breaking Bad, you look at the prestige shows of the world and, you know. These are the greatest shows ever made. These this, these are the golden age shows, the best shows we've ever ever seen in our lives. And they need, you know, 400 minutes to tell a a, a portion of the story. These prestige TV shows, you know, they are the great movies of the of our of our time. They are the great movies of our uh, world. There are the great films, but they just, they're not as good. Films are not as good. What you can do in two to three hours of storytelling is just nothing compared to 80 fucking hours. 80 hours of like 40 different people all contributing to one theoretically ongoing story. I mean, wow. You there's no way that the tale of breaking bad could have been told in 2 hours more effectively and with, you know, many of the same themes and, you know, with less diversion. Um uh, Sopranos was good. Sopranos was the only one really. I the only one, that's the only prestige TV that exists to me, I think. That's the only show perhaps that's ever been good. I mean, they everybody took from Sopranos like the wrong stuff, of course. Of course. It's like all about, you know, it's about you have to be hyper violent and stuff. But Sopranos still told stories. Just like literally poop in the chat here is saying when I get to Deep Space Nine and Voyagers, they do arcs, but they tell stories within them. So, too. So, too, did Sopranos. Sopranos is actually good. There's uh, themes in there. It's ideas, humor. I don't know. A lot of these shows, they're fucking soap operas. They are soap operas that shoot On Nice cameras and the cameras are cheap now it's not expensive that's the thing it looks like film it does look more like film now like move TV shows look more like film although also movies as somebody was in the chat saying earlier look a lot more like fucking look a lot 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 more like TV. But it's not impressive. It's not exciting. You know, they're shooting on digital. And yes, digital is able. They shoot it really flat and they can do the fucking magic bullet effects on it and after effects and they can make it look, uh, you know, different and better. But. There's no like it's not exciting like it's like they're shooting on fucking video like that. Everyone should know that to the production side, to the producer side, this is a cost saving measure. This is a cost saving measure to make shows prestige. Prestige. Is to do it uh, cheaper. I don't know. These shows stink. Like they all stink. I know everybody. Everybody has the ones that they like. I do not really like prestige TV, and I'm going off. I'm going off today about prestige TV. Louis, Louis is a great example. Louis is a really great example of uh, what prestige TV gets us. Um, Prestige TV, you know we became so aware of all the tropes of TV. Uh, basically everybody, you know, everyone know like they, they, you know, everybody know like became a little bored with all, with how television worked, but television worked that way because like uh, it made shows good and engaging and shit, you know, it made shows engaging uh, and exciting for people to uh, um, tell a complete story in them. Uh, and so the things that we got so bored of, you know, it it became looked at as brilliant as absolutely just uh, uh, un you know uh, uh, you know completely it made you look brilliant to just buck those trends. If you were Louis C.K. and they were like Louis, we would love to make you to make a comedy show for us. It was as easy as being. It was as easy as saying, "What if it's not so funny?" Hmm. What if it's not so funny, the TV show I'm doing? Wouldn't that be interesting and different and new and exciting? What if it wasn't funny? Anyway, Louis show, whatever. We all have uh, interesting feelings about Louis. Louis was the uh, the great genius of our time when he went on Conan and was like, uh, everyone uses their phones too much. Okay, what else do we got here? Let's see if there's any other show that we have here. I was going to talk about... There's this article about, uh, QAnon, uh, is like now, or Anonymous, there's a war now between Anonymous and QAnon. Um, and you know, this is the kind of shit that, uh, uh, really, you know, uh, uh that really should be relegated to, like, uh, uh slash Slashdot forums, like, we should only know about this kind of bullshit from Slashdot, because this is just fucking, you know, posters, this is two different, uh posters um two different sets of posters making national news anyway the uh the hacktivists from anonymous have vowed to take down the Q conspiracy theorists they're uh they're planning to dox Q believers Which isn't that hard honestly it's it's not hard to dox Q believers you just have to take a map of the United States uh uh and show which parts have uh uh, you know, decent internet connections and overlay that with the map of uh where there's heavy meth addiction. That's what you have to do. That's what you have to do to dox all the Q supporters is just find out where people are extremely online and extremely on meth. That's where you're gonna find the Q people. This Q thing is fucking annoying and stupid, but uh what are you gonna do? I tried to read the fuck. I tried to read the Q stuff. It's like it's not good enough. You know what I mean? This is like it's like ba- it's like for babies. Like it really is. It's like I know they're still talking about pedophiles and stuff like that, but it does feel like a corny. Like it's like it's like uh, it's like PG Pizza Gate. I swear, Q. It's like too normy or something. It's like that's where we are at at this point. Where like uh, you know, conservatives are so far gone. Uh, um, and you know. The the for, forgotten people, the forgotten people of America are so strange, uh, uh, and you know have been abandoned so much that it is not, it is very true. I'm not going to. I'm not one of these people. I'm not one of these haters that is just like they need to. You know they. It's their own fault or whatever. We have abandoned these people for the most part. You go through the country. You know I, I drove through the country uh, uh, last year, and I swear it's all the big cities all look the same. They're all the same. Just big, tall buildings with the names of uh, banks on the top of them and just ruin, just ruin uh, around them. Uh, uh, Cities have gone to waste. Uh, People have been abandoned uh, and, you know, have been basically, you know, shown uh, or explicitly told that they're no longer necessary. And so, you know, now they're all addicted to meth and uh, opiates and shit. Uh, I get it. I get it. I get it. But, uh puts this weird uh, this country in a weird place electorally because we still do have the electoral college you know as much as we as much as everybody wants to every time there's an election that doesn't go uh uh you know the way that you know democrats wanted it to go we're like we need to get rid of the fucking electoral college but i don't see it happening i don't see it happening first of all and uh you know i also am not quite sure that uh uh it is the best and most healthy thing if we were to say like now uh, um literally everyone in the middle of the country doesn't matter like it sucks for me in california for my vote to not just straight up not matter for president but it would also be too bad for us to say like you know the whole part of the map that's red like literally the entire middle of the country like they they shouldn't count because uh because people um because people you know, everyone moves to the cities. I don't know. It's tough for me because, like, I don't I don't love the Electoral College, but I also don't like think it's the best thing in the world if we're if we're just going to outright be like uh, uh, if we're just going to outright, you know. Uh, tell them they don't matter anymore. Their voices just do not matter anymore. But what the fuck do I know? I don't know shit about shit, but like, you know. We're in a bad spot. I mean this Q thing is very real, but yeah, Q seems like PG Pizzagate. It's like Normy Pizza Gate. It's like a little bit more palatable Pizza Gate. And it's also, you know, a, a wider spreading. Like it's like Pizza Gate that gets to continue to, to go on. You know what I mean? It's like uh it's like uh um remember when Prison Break Prison Break came out on TV and they made a big announcement about how you know this was gonna be a uh uh you know this is gonna be a, a what the fuck you know a a mini series they're like prison break it's gonna be one season and then it's gonna be done that's gonna be it uh but then prison break was such a runaway success. we all love uh, uh prison break so much America fell in love so deeply with prison break um uh, and wentworth miller uh, wentworth miller's famous uh uh map tattooed character um America fell so deeply in love. With prison break that we had to continue. And that's what that's what uh Q is to Pizzagate. Uh Q is basically like, you know, Pizzagate was a, a bigger success than anybody anticipated, and so, you know, they're trying to they're continuing to do sort of more uh, uh watered down seasons because, you know, no one anticipated that uh this thing would go as big as it is. People in the chat are talking about the popular category of the Oscars. Are you kidding me? Okie dokie. Let's have a look, everybody. The Oscars will not televise all awards. I think that's a great idea. I think we need to go further. Time to stop televising the Oscars. I've said this before. The way to make the Oscars cool again is to take them off TV, make it, make, it a, uh, uh, make it a, an industry event. Oops. Everyone's on my fucking notifications for a second. That's what you do when you're doing the show yourself. When it's a one-man band like this, once in a while, you're going to make mistakes. The Oscars won't televise all the awards. They shouldn't. They shouldn't televise any of the awards. It should be non televised. Uh, they're going to add the popular film category. How nice. I thought that the, uh, uh, the Oscars, you know, I think that popular films, they need to get more. Uh, uh, they need to get their due a little bit more. They definitely they don't get. Uh, uh, it's not enough to get 100% on Rotten Tomatoes for like every fucking movie. They're, you know, Marvel and Disney needed another they needed another uh award that they could pay for um the academy's board of governors has approved several major changes to the tradition brown ceremonies format in hope of retaining the dwindling number of oscars telecast users it still has and luring back others into the uh, luring others back into the fold ahead of the 91st academy awards on february 24th 2019 okay so there's the, there's the fucking i guess they're putting out the uh, they're going to have the like um The Marvel category. Best Marvel movie of the year. And the Oscar for Best Marvel. Your nominees are Ant-Man and the Wasp. Avengers Infinity Gauntlet. The Infinity Saga Part 1. Hunger Games. The new Harry Potter thing. The new Harry Potter one. And your winner is for the best Marvel of the year. They got to add best kiss like the the Oscars. What they're going to do at the Oscars and what this is already is they're like, nobody watches the Oscars. It's time to turn them into the MTV Video Music Awards. Let's just do best kiss at the Oscars. Let's just do like scariest villain at the Oscars or like uh, um like, I don't fucking know. What are the, uh uh? there's the notifications, everybody. Not bad. There's the notifications. That's what it looks like. That's what it's like on my end, everybody. This is what I see. That's what I see. Isn't that wonderful? Anyway, it's time for us to have the best kiss award at the Oscars. We need to have baby shit. We need to live in baby world. The Oscars are fucking stupid anyway. For real. Like, the Oscars are so stupid. If the Popular Film Award likely to be nicknamed the Popcorn Asky, is implement the popcorn, it's likely to be nicknamed. The likely nickname, the likely nickname for this new category, what people are likely to to just bestow upon it as a nickname is the Popcorn Oscar. And if they're able to pull it together, if they are able to pull it together, in time if they're able to get all the ducks in a row so that they're even able to give this award in time for the 91st Oscar then number one first and foremost most important thing for this uh, uh very respected and prestigious award show is that the, there's little doubt that the ratings will improve we're going to get better ratings if you have a a category for um If you just want better ratings, then why don't you, like, uh, they should slime the celebrities and shit. Just be the fucking Kids' Choice Awards already, you know what I mean? They should slime uh, Terrence Malick or something. Just slime them all at this point. Uh, Then there's little doubt that ratings will improve since blockbusters like Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Deadpool 2, I pray to God that deadpool 2 gets nominated for an academy award that's that's a uh, that is what we should um that's a good sign that's a sign of a culture in ascendance this culture is ascending to new levels of greater and better culture by the day every moment of every day our culture just gets better and better and better. Mission Impossible: Fallout, which should win an award. I mean, like it could win cinematography or something like that. That's where they should all get. Fuck, you know, we have the popular award already. It's called special effects. It's called fucking. Uh, it's called cinematography. They already win. That's the popular award. That's where the fucking. That's where last, you know, uh, uh Force Awakens gets nominated is in the the special effects category. Ugh. The date for the 92nd Oscars has been moved up. In all likelihood, this is to combat the sense that the Oscars Oscars have become anticlimactic, coming as it does, at the end of a months-long season in which is preceded by dozens of award ceremonies. Those ceremonies won't fade away as a result of the calendar change, but people inside the industry will certainly be less burned out by the time the Oscars fully come along. We have to improve the Oscars and the people that receive Oscars, they have to go to too many fake award shows. They have a lot of events that they have to go to where they, you know, sit in a fucking uh, a hotel conference room where they put a bunch of uh, uh, chairs and there's a, a preset menu. Everyone gets burnt out. Of these events, where there's an open bar, and everybody gets blacked out drunk, everyone's burned out at that point. you know we have to keep putting on designer clothing and uh uh walking down red carpets where like uh weird publicist people you know uh, uh bring us around and, and trade us like well like there we're Pokemon cards. that's enough already, you know this is a hard life, okay. This is a hard There's an open bar at the Oscars. They don't tell you that. Like, you can drink in, I think, you can drink inside the actual audience of the Golden Globes. Can't drink in the audience of the Oscars, but they're giving out champagne out there. I wrote for the Oscars. I went and walked around the Oscars, you know, as everyone's filtering into the uh to the show of the Oscars. I saw all the the strange the strange people that are there for the oscars that uh that look uh you know look good on camera look good on camera people a lot of vaping goes on at the oscars a lot of vaping goes on at the oscars but you know everyone is burnt out they're burnt out from attending all these stupid fucking events and we have to think about the celebrities at this time. we have to think about the award you know the, the other the other time you know though I worked on the Oscars that was the only exciting Oscars in modern history in our lifetimes. The only memorable or even in any way meaningful oscars uh I worked on i wrote I wrote jokes for it uh and that's the year before last when famously uh there was a a a mix up where you know. They gave the award to La La Land accidentally instead of fucking Moonlight. And that was cool. That was cool to see. It was exciting. It was like nice to see any fucking thing happen at the Oscars. I like that. I think it was good. It also showed how much it just does not being the best picture is nothing. It's not real. It is not real. La La Land, like, there was a time, you know, there was a Schrodinger's best picture. There was a time in our reality when there were two best pictures. Like, there was a time when the whole world, it was best picture. La La Land was best picture, and then it wasn't. And who gives a fuck at the end of the night? Everyone is still going upstairs to the, you know, the party I went to. I went to the after party, not the Vanity Fair one that's, you know. Very difficult to, you know, only fancy. It's very exciting to get invited to the Vanity Fair one. But the the one that's for everybody, the riffraff uh, Oscars after party, not just for riffraff. I mean, there's people there. I saw the, the Moonlight, you know, guys were all there with their Oscar. It's like a cruise. It sucks. It's just like, I, I swear, it was like, I haven't been on a cruise, but it's like, you know, same as any of these fucking things. It's like sushi that's been, like, sitting out all day, and it's like room temp and shit. People dancing awkwardly and stuff. Take a quick, uh, uh, just a minute here. I'm going to try to get both mics set up so we can close this out with Kate. we got a little more show for you guys. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, uh, We will be... I guess I'm doing the breaks wrong. Why? That's because uh, uh, somebody, sent- cause I, somebody yeah, just said that I uh, finish my never fin- finish my sentence before, go before I go away for breaks. Can everybody hear Hello. Kate? Everybody, is everybody everybody, Kate? Is everybody hearing me too much in the be background be a, of Kate? Because I think it like you have, the, you have to have it the way we had it. You have it. to have it <laughs> the way we had. You, know, you have to talk into this Hello. side only. <laughs> only. Talking to that I'm side only.
2: All right, Kate, how was the recap? That was great. How's was the recap? We're back. We're back here. I mean, it was boring. I mean, whatever.
0: Big Echo. We got a Big Echo, everybody. Well, that's a problem. You know what? You know what? Kate, I'm sorry. No more Kate, for today. No more Kate <laughs> for today because the mics are fucked up. No more No more Kate. Tomorrow we're going to have two of these mics and everything's going to be better. But uh, you got to go for today because I can't get the, uh, the audio to work properly. Can't get it to do it. Can't get it to work. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, everybody. Sorry about that, everyone. Hashtag Big Echo out there in the chat. Uh, well, you know what? Maybe we should close it out. Uh, this has been a great show. We talked to Bugmain, talked about Hollywood a little bit, talked about a whole bunch of bullshit. Thank you for being here, Kate. You want to shout loud? Thanks for having me. We had Kate news. We had Kate news earlier today. All right, let's go through. I want to thank everybody for, for watching. I really do. It's very cool that you all are watching this. This is fun to do. I do like doing the morning show. I do like doing jack a m something to do. Uh so why not? Uh I want to give a thanks to uh Rough Drafter for the donation. Been watching the VODs, can't watch live but he enjoys it. Thanks Rough Drafter. Thanks for the donation. Mushkata says the morning show uh was a fun idea. It is a fun idea. Mushcada. It's going we're doing it. We're going to just keep, you know. We're going. Coxena in the chat is asking me to thank him. I would love to thank you. I would love to thank you, but I do need a follow or uh, or even better a donation. Uh, Mushcat, I said, the morning show was a fun idea and you and Kate are cute. Also, you didn't hear it from me, but Uncle Howard was talking some serious shit about you on Pillow Talk for some reason. You should kick his ass or something, maybe. Thanks. I'm going to have to listen to the new Pillow Talk because I don't like to hear that kind of bullshit. Uh, Uncle Howard is uh, um, Franklin uh, Lombardo's uncle. They do a podcast together. Um, let's have a look here. Mitch donated uh, a little bit and said, Hey, Jack, keep up the good work with everything you do. Well, thanks, Mitch. Thank you very much. I want to thank everyone for the follows really quick. Let's thank Leslie Lee the Third, Low Class Hi-Fi, Rob Rousseau, The Bad Posts, Arga Warga, Jay Chiz, My Friend Peter, Terry Shivo, thank you for the follow, Danny B123, The North Remembers, Ice Wallow Corn 19, The BK Swagmire, Super Sean 22, Jason Unknown, Dixie Wrecked, Dem Suck Lepidopterist, Dem Suck Lepidopterist, Coxina, and 420 Buzz. Thank you all for watching. We'll be back tomorrow with another Jack A.M. We're going to have better microphones. So I got another one of these coming. Um, We're doing our best here, everybody. Uh, I would love to close it out, as we always do, with one final slurp, but I have no coffee left. So that's just going to be the end of it, everybody. Thank you for watching. Jack A.M. We'll be right back. Oh, we'll be back. Not right back. It depends on your your perspective. But we'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. as we are every day at 7 a.m. Pacific here on Jack AM. Thanks for watching everybody.